everybody. Welcome to another MCU episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helperton, and I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid, unless you're made of scissors. Who's with me tonight? <laughs> the god of hammers, Michael K. Hughes. And I am Bill Sparkles Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, and as... As you, you know, we're, we're getting through the MCU. I used to know what number these movies were, but then we took a break and I deleted that part and I have no idea what number we're on, nor care I have, anymore. I have it a 17 in my notes, but God, oh my that's God. right. Damn. Let's uh, ask our special guest. Hey, Doug, do you know what number this is? Oh, Doug's dead. <laughs> that was wow, kind of funny. That was, that was a double <laughs> shot. Very good. I It could be right. There's 23 altogether. This is, so we have seven left. I don't want to do math really quick in my head. Not well, I could. It's too early in the day for math. Yep, yep you were right. It's 17. Okay. So, Good. 17th MCU film. God, what the hell was I thinking? All right, and we are covering <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Thor because, slapstick. Hey, this is the only reason we're getting a fourth Thor movie, because he wasn't going to do any more, but after he enjoyed the way this movie went, he agreed to do more movies. That's why he was supposed to be done. Yeah, that makes it right. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a movie where everyone's having a good time. And everyone hopes the audience is having a good time. This is a strange one. Guys, I'll let you, I'll let you guys get started with how you feel about it. Um, over the course of this series, we've been alluding to how we feel about this, especially like the later ones. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys – how did you guys come away with it this time around? Exactly like I did the first <laughs> time around, which we will get into over the course of the episode. But I told my brother yesterday that I had to watch it for the show. He's like, oh, man, I remember really liking that movie. It's the best of the Thor movies. To which I replied with just the lowest of bars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> You're hey, exactly Thor one right. is a good movie. Thor two is a movie that happened that I don't remember. And then this, I, I, I liked this movie when I saw it in theaters. I liked it when I watched it on Netflix, and I liked it when I watched it again. Okay. So I, I, I have come to the conclusion because I've been watching Big Bang Theory before I, in during this time for some insane reason, I started watching Big Bang Theory. I like humor. I don't like humor that makes fun of people like in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think that's really what it comes down to. I can handle stupid humor as long as you're not completely insulting someone that doesn't, even though I watched Big Bang Theory. So I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got, yeah. I, I'm not sure where I was going with that. It didn't, it didn't work out when I'm like, wait a second, they make fun of those characters all the time. And so that's fine. It's uh, you don't, you don't like mean. Yeah, is, that's that's really where where you kind of draw that line, which is fair. And Thor Ragnarok is is not mean. This is oh my god, it's it's like you said, kind of like Mike said, Michael said, it's like lighthearted slapstick. We should probably talk about the director because this is a movie that has a very strong and authorial style, like and a new director too, not the same one that we had in the other movies. Yep, yep. I'm gonna screw his name up. Someone help me with this. I'm not gonna do this right. Taka Wakiti. Taka Thank you. Taka Wakiti. I've heard it. Many times in my other podcasts I listen to, so yeah, he's become kind of like a, a darling, an indie darling in the uh, in the world of Hollywood. He did a Jojo Rabbit, which is most recent one. He won a bunch, nominated for a bunch of Oscars. He won one, did he? Yeah, I think for screenplay. Yeah, adapted screenplay. And which I have not seen Jojo Rabbit. People adore it and and love that movie. He also did What We Do in the Shadows, which is great. Super funny. Um, so a lot of that energy is in Thor Ragnarok. I saw it initially on my phone during a series of lunch breaks at work. It's just because I'm like, yeah, I want to watch Thor Ragnarok, but I don't have time. So let me just kind of like take a couple lunch breaks at work and just well, watch Thor Ragnarok on my phone, which is not the best way of seeing it. This movie is a very mixed bag for me because I don't think it knows whether it's an action movie or a comedy. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a it's a comedy, right? I think that's kind of where we're at. 
And what you, how you like this movie is really going to depend on how you appreciate Thor. As we all know, Thor started out as very kind of serious Shakespearean drama style character who has familial infighting and very serious. And then Marvel very wisely decided that no one wants serious Thor. We like fish out of water, water Thor. We like funny things coming out of Thor's mouth Thor. And Chris Hemworth has great comic timing. Like He really does. He is a genuinely funny actor. So he Thor has been trending this way. Right, and so it's not a huge stretch to imagine this, but man, when you reach into that world of comedy, it either works or it doesn't, depending on how you feel about that style. And while most people like this, I am very, very mixed on how these jokes land and how they're presented. I think that's what we're going to be talking about a lot: is when these jokes arrive, do they work within the context of the scene they're in? I would say forty percent, forty percent of the time they do, sixty percent they don't. And Michael, generous. <laughs> yeah, and Michael, you may think, I think you're, is this kind of like where you landed too? Because you've been alluding to this yeah. all the time. I would put it closer to 25, 75 yeah. as far as jokes go, because a lot of them just seem really forced. And other times they're just more Guardians of the Galaxy too. is they make a joke and they're like, hey, we made a joke. Did right. you see it? It's a joke there. <laughs> joke here. Is, is everyone chuckling? I gotta make sure. You like, got some time to laugh. Yes. It, it was like right in the opening scene when Thor's talking to that skeleton that, like, uh, he's talking to it and it pans over to show that he's talking to a skeleton. I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. And then the skeleton's jaw, like, falls off the lower jaw, and I'm like, oh, man, now I remember. I just, it just, like, all flooded back. It's like, oh, this, this, this is it. This is why I hate, I hate this movie. <laughs> Yeah, because you were texting me when you were starting to watch this movie, and it was just funny. It was just, they were not happy text. <laughs> yeah, like, in the first 30 seconds, I was already heavily signed. Like, oh, man, two hours of this. I will state, my wife, who watched it with me, after the first 20 minutes, she stopped the movie and said, okay, 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 listen. <laughs> gotta talk about this. She hated it. Hated it. Oh, despised it. So, because of that reason, she's like, this, this is not the Thor that I like. I don't... These jokes aren't working, and none of this is really funny. This is just weird for weirdness sake. Like that beat you were talking about in the beginning, which with the skeleton jaw dropping, that's like the you know the third step, like a comedy you know rule of threes. <laughs> I make the joke. There's a payoff to the joke, and then there's the stinger on the joke. It's like okay, it's clearly a joke, and it sets that tone. And it sounds like we're just going into it, but my oh man, I I am very conflicted because I think this movie does a lot of things very well. It does a lot of things poorly, very poorly. And the humor, is now, now we're getting subjective, right? Because I said 40% worked. Michael said 20%. How many percent do you think, Mike? God, I laughed at almost every joke in this movie. <sighs> I thought it was great. I had a big smile on my face. I really enjoyed this film from the beginning. to And I even sat there and said, God, I wish I was in a theater right now watching this all over again. And I never really think that. I'm much happier in my own home. And I was like, so that... So, I mean, I had that thought. I haven't had that thought once in the entire MCU so far. Like, man, I wish I was in a theater, but I did. And I'm like, yeah, I really like this movie. <laughs> and, and that's the nature of com- that's the nature of comedy. Like, that's just the nature of comedy, and that's why this is so hard to judge because it's subjective. What works for somebody, humor wise, may not work for somebody else. Not even all the comedy. Like, when oh, the comedy all works for me too, but also like the action. I just really like the way they portray Thor in this movie too. I think for some reason, even though I, I I know it's completely different than the first two, but I'm okay. Well, the first one because there wasn't there was never a second movie. I mean, who remembers that movie? I'm okay that they went somewhere different because the trajectory they were heading. The first one's really good. Second one's completely forgettable. If you'd have kept going down there, I don't think you would have had a very good movie. No, not at all. But no, 
the yeah. same time, they it feels like they overcorrected. Yes, that's exactly what it's I. It's a little. I mean, I would have rather. I mean, I can. I. I would have been okay with a little less humor and more just, you know, kind of following that same thing. But I still, I really enjoyed this movie. So the the nuts and bolts of this are good, right? Like the filmy part stuff of this, the filmmaking is really exceptional. Actually, like it looks beautiful. The color palette's bright and vibrant. Uh, the areas are all very interesting. Man, it's just that central character and some of the stuff they do with the other characters, which we'll get into, is just really, really. It's a very hit or miss, you know, right. and it. Part of this movie is because we can they can't make a Hulk movie. And that's why this movie is mm-hmm. what we get to, because in the comics, Planet Hulk is Hulk goes to a place called Sakaar, the same planet. But he goes in a, in a comic book series called Planet Hulk, which is a completely different thing. There is no Thor, but because they can't because of rights and Bill's favorite thing, they combine the movie they wanted to make into this movie. There originally were talks of a Planet Hulk movie, but they couldn't get they couldn't get Universal, whoever owns it, to say, yes, you can have your rights back. They wouldn't do it. For the love of God, we have to stop this. Can we just make a petition, change.org, just release them all so we can enjoy things? That That reminds me of something I want to uh, amend on on last episode, the Spider-Man Homecoming. I was just talking to a co-worker of mine, and he said that he thinks the reason that Tony was such a big part of that movie is because of the same thing, where they just couldn't do a solo Spider-Man movie because of the stupid right BS. Interesting. Probably accurate. Yeah, that would make sense. There's so many rights issues with these characters because of the 90s and Marvel, you know, sucking yeah. that we get really weird shit happen that they're trying to correct and they're having a hard time with still. And it's interesting you mentioned Planet Hulk. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the uh, the Red Letter Media guys. They did the the Plinket reviews way back in like the mid 2000s. Have you ever listened to the Plinket Star Wars reviews? I um, not. No. Yeah, it's basically their two and a half hour reviews of each movie as narrated by a homicidal crazy man, old man. <laughs> And then it's and it's all it's all shots from the okay. film. And he just narrates this and he intercuts it with shots of like the idea is he's like recording it on old VHS VHS tapes. And then all of a sudden you'll hear you'll see shots of like women tied up in his basement and like things with bones because <laughs> oh ooh, I I'm sorry I didn't oops I I didn't erase this part of the tape. It's very creepy, but he's incredibly insightful, like extremely insightful on why those movies don't work. But anyway, they also do a review show, you know, your standard review show. And one of the hosts was talking about, and this is way before Thor Ragnarok. This is like back in like Civil War, I think, um, maybe even earlier. And they were talking. He was like, you know what? There's this comic book. See, Marvel won't take any risks. There's a comic book called Planet Hulk where Thor fights Planet Hulk on an alien planet, and it's great. There is no way they would do something like that. Why don't they do something like that? Just really shake it up. Boom, six years later, this comes out, and he, the man was a prophet. This is an interesting movie, and I'm very conflicted. Um, I've had some conversations with people about it. I saw it on Thursday, and I'm still trying to work my brain around it. So I'm going to actually – I don't know if I'm shelf or boxing this until the end as I talk through okay. it. I really don't know where I'm landing on this. Okay. Let's I mean, I, I'm, like I'm interested to hear. I know where I'm at. I know where Mike's at, so I'm looking forward to where you end up <laughs> I'm at. really I'm, – I'm I can be convinced. So y'all can just like pull me in either direction and uh, – I am swayable this time around. Well, this Again. movie even just starts off really like very different too. It starts off with Thor in a cage reminiscing to the skeleton that we were talking about earlier. With and I was laughing. I like the fact it gives you a quick little rundown of what he was doing for the last movies he's been in, which is I think at this point might have been what five or six, five. Yeah, about five. Yeah, Age of Ultron, I think, would have been Four. his last. last uh, yeah, Age of Ultron was his last yeah. movie because he disappears after Age of Ultron because he's not in Civil War and doesn't show up till this movie. So I, 
I, I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, sure, him talking to Surtur and the whole thing where he was telling him his master plan and all this. And I mean, it's a little stupid, a little corny, but I was laughing. So I'm like, OK, I'm, I'll buy it. It's like where he's hanging from the chain and he's spinning a little bit while yeah. he's talking to Surtur. Oh, wait, and, I got to come around again. Uh, see, it's stupid. It's like, here's a joke. It's a joke here. See it? Like if I he laugh. was spinning and if he was talking to Surtur and then as he started to go around the opposite direction, if he had just stopped talking with like shots of confused Surtur, just like what's going on. And then as he came back around, started talking again, that would have been funny. But the fact that he has to point it out, I was like, hold, hold on, hold on, come back around. <laughs> and, and this I'm is the okay first thing. And this is the first example of the movie's biggest problem is where it's constantly changing tone like you're pulling an emergency brake on a car. You're doing a thing. You're cruising. Boom. Let's stop for the joke. Right. OK. Right. Like you were saying, Michael. Exactly. All right. The joke's over. Everyone laughed. We're good. OK. Got some popcorn. We're cool. All right. Let's continue on. And yeah, back to the plot. Yeah. So nothing's integrated. <laughs> nothing's really, really integrated, which, again, it's again, this is why this is more of a comedy but again, we we've been this is these are MCU movies. These are superhero movies. These are you know action adventure movies with comedic elements and romantic elements. When it's bad, they're always bad comedic <laughs> elements. Always bad romantic elements, but they're there. Um, with also sorts of mythic themes and escalating stakes, et cetera, et cetera. And this is a comedy, right? So, but again, it's not quite brave enough to just be a comedy. It also has to feed the action superhero part of it. And the two pieces don't really mix um, at hey, this, all. The fact that I was smiling when they were playing Immigration Man, when I don't like Led Zeppelin at all, that, that was saying something to me right there. Because that next part, when he starts fighting everybody and they're playing Immigration Man, I don't like that song. I think Led Zeppelin is completely overrated, except for I don't care for them. But I was biggest grin on my face listening to the song in this whole part. So, And this is that, this is where I'm torn, like Bill said. Because as soon as that action kicks in, I was, I was all for the Fight scenes are super awesome in yes, this. Yes, they are. Yeah, no, he's got Mjolnir like circling him, taking out enemies as they're rushing so him. Good. It's very cool. Yeah, <laughs> they have that nice reintroduction to all the things Thor does as he dispatches just threatless enemies. Um, again, video game style, which is fine. I'm and okay again, we're that. that's what we're here for. You know, we're here for both of those things. We're here for funny Plus Thor, it, and we're here for Thor. action. Yes. I, I want to say, even in the comics, Thor has have a lot of throwaway villains that he fights because of how powerful he is. He's going to have little minions he's just dispassing. Like that's, I think that's part, kind of part of the character, too. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And, and also, I, I was talking to somebody about this uh, yesterday and how they said that this is a natural extension of also Thor's character. Right. He spent a lot of time on Earth. You know, he's realized there's a bigger world. So he's spent time around Tony Stark. You're going to learn a couple of wise ass remarks. You just are. <laughs> just what's, that's going to rub off on you. But yeah, this is a great fight scene. That's fun. It's uh, it's cool to see him do Thor things again. It's a nice reintroduction. Yeah. And, we, and I mean, after God, I, when was Age of Ultron in comparison to this? I think I forgot to say the year. I don't know if we do that for the MC movies. I can't remember if we do. <laughs> like but we, this was 2017. When was Age of Ultron? Like 2012. Well, over 2015 or something. Oh, no, it couldn't have been that. It wasn't 2012. That's the original Avengers. 2015. It's only been two years, but it, it feels like it was longer because I remember I was like really, really just waiting for more. Like, I was like, I need more Thor. So, <laughs> which you never thought you'd say after the first two movies. Yeah, right. It's I remember really enjoying Thor Dark World the first time I saw it in theaters. Yeah, well, we know how your opinion is for old yeah. Mike. Mm-hmm. For young I, don't, Mike. I don't trust the younger Mike either anymore for <laughs> the games he's had me play. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. I mean, it 2013 was Thor Dark World, which it took us five years to finally get 
answers to things from that movie, which we'll get to in this episode. Yeah, um, there are questions I have. I love the, the design of the fire guy. Um, again, this movie is beautifully shot and designed. It really is. It's gorgeous. Really cool design, like a flame head. Clearly, you know that was that wasn't going to work out well. Surter. <laughs> yeah. Surter's awesome. Voiced by the great Clancy Brown. Oh, the guy from Highlander. Uh, sure. Who's Clancy? Who's, I, I don't. I don't know him. He uh, he voices Lex Luthor and all the animated Justice League stuff. Uh, okay. Okay. He's also in a lot of science fiction type roles and things. He was also in the Mandalorian in one of the episodes. He's Doctor Neo Cortex in the Crash Bandicoot series. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, I, yeah awesome. I, yeah, I, I never uh, don't know the uh, the voice actor. So yeah, he he's, he he uh, prevails against the Fireface, right? <laughs> and then uh, he is that when he snags the uh, the the skull. The, yeah, the helmet? he puts it on his back. Yeah, yeah. he runs the chainsaw and straps it to his back. Yep. Cool. No, I was wrong. Clancy Brown wasn't Highlander. I'm thinking of someone else. Never mind me. I thought he was in Highlander. He's in Shawshank. He's the the guard. Who the hell is the Krogan then in Highlander? Not Krogan. What the hell his name is? I yeah, don't, who cares? Enough. Keep going. <laughs> Save it for your Highlander podcast. Uh, so man. then he. So this is actually then. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. Was there oh, more? Good, please, was please, there no, more in Highlander? No. Please interrupt. <laughs> no. No. So so at this point he grabs his little grabs the the helmet, the helmet of fire, and he calls for Hemdell to send them back. He does not get Hemdell. He gets somebody else on the end of the phone, uh, which is this idiot Scourge. Is that the name right? Oh, yeah. um, just back to my, my last thing. I was right. He is the Kirk and Highlander. All right. So you're talking. Yeah. No, so I was right. Uh, we're all done with that now. So you're saying Scourge. <laughs> so he he's calling for Hemdell, but it's right. Hemdell doesn't answer because Hemdell's not there. He uh, Scourge is there, played by Keith Urban, who is fine. I like Keith Urban. Okay. Where is in this? He's fi- Carl. Is it? It's Carl Urban, right? Carl Urban. You're right. Carl Urban. Sorry. And no, I don't think hilarious is the word I'd use. No, no. I was yeah. laughing at all the stupid jokes. I was laughing at this is Troy and this, you know, Des. Like I was laughing at yeah, that. Des and Troy. Yeah, they I was laughing at all these stupid things. He's trying to impress the women. The part where he's messing with like the handshake thing looks like he's jacking off. I was laughing at everything in this little part, and I don't know why. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's just one of those weird things. He. Uh, he's he's not a comic foil because all he does after this initial scene is just follow around Hella, just follow her and mope. Like he doesn't do much after this. I the minute he pulled out a shake weight was the minute I realized, oh no, <laughs> this is what <laughs> oh, no. this is what we're doing, huh? Huh? Okay. Uh, I didn't think that would be funny to me, but it was still funny to me. I, I got nothing. <laughs> you're not helping your case. <laughs> No, I mean, it's just that that's the thing I'm just saying. I was shocked by it. Like, I, you know, they're dumb moments, but they were funny to me. Like, I was enjoying this movie. I, you know, Executor, nothing like the Executioner in the comics. No, God, no. Completely Not even a little. character. I'm assuming that was a character, Executioner. Um, yeah, he he's with Enchantress, which we never mm-hmm. got yet in Thor. He mainly is with her. She's an Enchantress. She does magic. He's brawn, powerful. He's an axe, kills people. And they team up, and they're like a team. But they didn't go that route. Okay. Yeah, he's supposed to be this no-nonsense strongman that just likes killing people, and here he's not that. Yeah, anything but. And he's just a—he's just an audience surrogate, so Hela can explain things to him, and he just goes, "Oh, okay." Didn't yeah, make that connection, but you're one hundred percent right. Yeah, he's just sitting there, so he can—he can hear, he can learn things, and so we can learn things. But he's sitting there trying to impress two ladies who, for some weird reasons, are just hanging out by the Bifrost, like. 
Oh no! Is it raining outside? And this needs some shelter. I guess I don't know why they even be remotely interested in this Nimrod. <laughs> in this Nimrod, because <laughs> he's got a position of power of sorts. Yeah, he's got the big sword. You know, have big sword will travel. So I, guess. I mean, he's in charge of the gate. So I mean, that that could attract them. And then, uh, meanwhile, Thor is battling the fire dragon boss. Yes, pretty cool. And again, this is a great design. And eventually, after. Uh, Pretty cool action scene. Really more him just trying to escape than anything else. I do like the radio part that makes no sense where he's yelling for Heimdall and then it comes on the radio inside the room while he's trying to impress the women. It makes absolutely no sense because Heimdall can just see him normally. But yeah, I didn't get funny. that either. Yeah. Maybe they had to rig up something because Skirt yeah. can't see everything. <laughs> yeah, really. I think that's all it was. It just was like, well, what if somebody else was here instead of Heimdall? We'll, we'll just put a intergalactic radio thing in here. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Scourge can uh, walk and chew food at the same time, never mind see intergalactically through time and space. Yeah, I don't... Uh, they need something to help the brother out. Maybe he got some good good eats when he was in Tex-ass getting his uh, his guns. <laughs> his guns, because that's a thing. Yes, of course. you can. Everyone can buy M16s or whatever the hell they, those things are in, uh, in Texas. Eh, just a up to any Walmart right there. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, his name is spelled S-K-U-R-G-E. He even mm-hmm. stinks more. Wow, are you <laughs> like early 2000s hot topic? Like, stop, you stink. All right, Scourge is the worst. <laughs> He's the worst now. Just that alone makes him the worst. It's pretty bad. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> well, Scourge so... is a really old character, too. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I'm trying to find his first appearance just because I'm curious now. 1964. God, that's old. Journey wow. into Mystery. Yep. Okay. Wow. I know he was in the early Avengers comic because he's in one of the very early issues when they fight the whatever the hell they call them. I don't remember. He's in there because uh, I read the first 10 issues before I said, what the hell am I doing? And stop. But yeah. Ma- Masters of Evil. Yeah. I get them confused with um, the one from DC. <laughs> the Legion of Doom. <laughs> yeah. I can never remember who's who. So. The blank of bad people. Yeah. I, I do I did like the part when they when he does warp and the dragon head comes with him and it's spilled the guts spill all over the girls and they run away. You actually like that, huh? I was curious I how you two would take that. I I thought it was fun. His eye rolls in a, almost in a circle in its, in its head. Yeah, that's pretty gross. It's I gross. So if you have a dragon, I'm I'm completely on board. Even if its head's lopped off? Like that was just dragon head. That wasn't full I, dragon. There was a dragon earlier before it got its head lopped off. It was okay. still great. Fair enough. Giants are cool. I'm into that. It was yeah. fun. I, I enjoyed that just because, you know, I'm strange. We've, we've established this very... Uh, Sin City. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> strange is later on in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Good little strange. I forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> I saw it two days ago. It's the best scene. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite scenes. I agree with it's you. It's a good scene. Even though I'm a little irritated, it was a scene from the credit. But still, it's a good scene. Yeah. So then, so Thor arrives, sees sees this Nimrod standing at the, at the Bifrost Nimrod. sword in his hand, and you know, he, he's he Scourge goes, I have to announce you. And of course, Thor just takes off with his hammer and yeah, Scourge we, just <laughs> runs back to him across the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, it's a pretty decent bit. Okay. But then I know that Heimdall's a. Wanted I thought that. And then you also get the title screen, which is interesting because in MCU movies, you normally don't get title screen till the end of the movie, which you do at the end of the movie, too. But I like the way they did that, where we've seen the Rainbow Bridge or the Bifrost in the past where it leaves the Asgardian symbols and the wherever it hits. And this time it's the the title screen, the logo, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's pretty neat. Yep. I thought that was cool, too. I was into that. 
Yep. Were so then, you into oh, the, the play that we're about to see? Yes. Loki's, no. Loki's retelling of Come on, it's Dark got, World. It's got one of my favorite actors in it. So that and as a cameo. So that was another part of why I, I really Who liked played it. the other so it was Matt Damon, I'm assuming, who you're talking Matt about. Matt Damon was Loki. No, he's talking about actor Odin was Sam Neill. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Alan Grant was which I looked that up and I was like, holy crap. I, I didn't that recognize him when no, I saw it in theaters. I was like, "That's Sam Neill," and I'm I'm wow. a big fan of Sam Neill. I will probably never meet the man because I don't think he goes to conventions, but he <laughs> is. I'm a big fan. That's cool. All right, I didn't reckon. I I of course recognize Matt Damon, but not yeah. Sam. And Neill. then so, the the guy playing Thor, I'm pretty sure is Chris Hemsworth's brother. Yeah, it's oh. Luke Luke Hemsworth. Okay, or, I thought it was Gail Hemsworth or something. Or am I confusing? Oh, never mind. I'm confusing the character he plays in Hunger Games. Never mind. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's that guy. Well, the most interesting part of the play is when Loki references turning Thor into a frog once, which is yeah, a yeah. reference reference to Throg, which I appreciate. Are <laughs> you good? The only reference you'll ever get of that, I'm sure, in these movies. In the movies, yeah, it happened in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. <sighs> now, now, so during this scene, we have again the death play, and we have Odin, which. I, of course, we all know that Loki is Odin, right? That's um, well, that's in the end of Thor Dark World, the very correct. end that happens. That's, that's why I was so excited about this part, because in 2013, when I saw Thor Dark World, I'm like, I can't wait to see more of this. And then it wasn't my question never got answered until finally in 2017 of this movie. And I was so excited for this part to be answered. Yeah. And you know what the answer is? He sucks. Like, he's just <laughs> a, a really shitty, you know, king who's just sitting there eating grapes and indulging in his own ego. Well, yeah, sometimes which, when you elect you would. people who are famous in quotations, that can happen. You know, if you elect them, or if they just take over. Oh yeah, <laughs> that happens. That happens sometimes. You don't want to elect someone with a real giant eagle that just get just get in the position because they're they're famously well known, or in this case, just take power. Yeah. Which is fine, but again, seeing this is more of just a personal thing. But seeing Anthony Hopkins, you know, just kind of like lounging, lounging, <laughs> sucking on grapes, like he's in History of the World Part One, and just. And saying, oh, shit, you're like, that's so out of place. Like, that, doesn't <laughs> that was funny. Fit. No, it just was out of place and strange and just was weird. And then, of course, but also think about people who didn't see Dark World, because not a lot of people did. Like, you know, this is and they haven't seen Odin since that. Maybe haven't seen Odin since Thor. Right. You know, because Dark World came out and everyone forgot it existed. And you're like, hmm. why? What happened to Odin? Why is Odin so just shitty and gross? Like, why is he bad? Yeah. Why aren't the Asgardian people like, what is wrong with our king? Why is he yeah. so different now? <laughs> Why is he taking a complete 180? So, of course, we discovered that it's Loki. You know, Thor has that nice one. He realizes right away, like, oh, you rascal. <laughs> I <laughs> like that part. Where's though. our dad? He kind of takes, you know, snatches him up and summons the hammer to, to strike him. You know, Loki, of course, turns back into Loki. And then we kind of learn what he's been up to as he's usurped the throne. Everybody. Everybody in Asgard is like, oh, 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 you are, yeah. you're, you're, you're not Odin, you're Loki. And kind of explains that, hey, everything's good. Loki's like, that's fine. Everything's good. And Thor explains that the nine realms are just being unprotected and he's having the Ragnarok dream. Now, is that the dream he had in the stupid puddle with Alexander Skarsgård? <laughs> well, actually, part of it's in the puddle. Part of it was part of the cut stuff that we never saw. Is that Ragnarok stuff, yes. though? Like, is that what that's supposed to reference? It's supposed to reference Ragnarok. It's also supposed to reference the stones. Part right. of it was a deleted scene that we never actually got all of it. That right. has Loki telling him things, but it confused the audience. They took it out. 
Yep. So then basically, uh, yeah, okay. So that's that's cool. I, I didn't realize. Um, so it's, basically he's telling him, I'm dreaming yeah, about this Ragnarok thing. You, you might want to take it seriously. Where's Pops? It. I don't remember completely, but I, I you. it is from the age of Ultron thing that you're talking about. I, I, I want to say part of it. I know part was cut, but I want to say part of the stuff that was cut has to do with explaining more of what's happening that we don't get. And Michael, where are you in this as far as your scene? This is about 15 minutes in. Are you uh, just sitting there chuckling along? Just uh, oh yeah, that sounds like exactly what I yeah, was doing. Yeah, you just I was joined the ride. <laughs> like Tom Hiddleston is probably the best part of this movie. I'll give him that because Loki's always great and he's got some really good lines later on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just exposition at this point, trying to move the plot along. Yeah, and again, framed inside these comic beats that I just oh this this time around this whole play scene didn't work. Again, squeezing a cameo so everyone goes, ooh, that's Matt Damon. I like that. And then, ooh, you know, only Mike says that's Sam Neill because nobody else recognized that. Except no, not at all. He, yeah, Mike was like, ooh, that's Sam Neill, which is cool. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just cranky. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'm just still feeling the effects of 2020. Maybe 2020 huh. is just kill things inside my heart that makes this more – that made it more fun two years ago in my work cafeteria on my phone. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, 2020 has been a terrible year, so. 2017 me felt exactly the same way as current me did, so. Yeah, so they go to find Odin, which is, they go to New York, right? You know? A couple, couple of good lines in this scene. It's like, this, I left them right here it's what, on the sidewalk or in that the was destroyed good. building. Very funny. Yeah, I, I had a good laugh at that, yeah. I did, too. I, I really like that part where, you know, <laughs> he go, you know, because that was, that was hilarious to me, too. God, yeah, I don't understand. a lot of this movie is hilarious to me. Well, yeah, I mean, Thor and Loki interacting is always great. Oh, uh, yeah. Just that's our squabbling brothers. Yep, that's great. Uh, two two bar- two brothers with with immense amounts of power squabbling like you would with your brother. So it's oh, pretty great. Well, we should say right before that you have that part where Scourge finally comes running up. <laughs> Thor's here. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, I know. <laughs> that's, I, a okay, I that that's a good comic beat, right? That one makes sense. It was integrated. You know, his he was there. Yeah, you had one job. <laughs> that's funny. I again, I laughed at that one. I had a good, I had a good chuckle. Oh, and, with that. and the next part was just for Bill when they get down to Earth because they're they, when, like you said, when they go to that home, and then that when that woman comes up and takes a picture with them, and there's something about he's like Jane. I I dumped Jane. She's like Loki's like she dumped you. It's a mutual dumping. I like that part because I just I know Bill's like ah oh, no Jane Foster. Yes, 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 yes. I, 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 I my my brain's forgotten she existed. So I, uh, for me that was just uh that was a good time. So. <laughs> Yeah, but she was gone after that. So, I mean, she'll be back in the next, like, it might be the next Thor movie. She's going to be a big part of it. Apparently. She's going to be a huge part of that. I'm excited. I Apparently, what I, if I heard right, I think she wasn't, she didn't want to do anymore, but they said, you get to be Thor. And she said, okay. Yeah, I, that'd probably do it for me, too. I think that, because I, I think she was, she was done after the second one. She's like, I ain't coming, I ain't doing these anymore. Yeah, but then that giant Marvel paycheck comes, comes a calling. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And your agent's like, look, look, <laughs> what's the last thing you've done? <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, Nat, can I call you Nat? Yeah, I've done much since. since you gotta then, live, so you gotta live down a Phantom Menace somehow. So yeah, listen, you can only live off closer money for so long. You didn't get paid a ton for that, so let's, let's just do it. Uh, put on the helmet, put some wings on, and walk around yelling. It's really all you're gonna have to do with this. Why not backtrack to the scourge bit real quick? Like that joke works because it was set up and it pays off. Like they set it up with Thor flying down the bridge and him running after it. And then he shows up at the end of the scene, like, it's a payoff. It sets up the joke and it delivers. It's not just, ha, 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 
I've been spinning. You see me spinning? Yeah. I'll come back around. <laughs> and it, 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 exactly. About this movie. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, I like this whole thing with Thor when they meet Strange. Um, it's it's pretty great. Uh, yeah, when they meet Strange and I. Gets, this oh. is funny, and when they keep yeah. tell, like they keep teleporting around the house too. Yeah, very fun. I, I like it's uh, he's on Bleecker Street, which I really hope is like a halfway reference to Sherlock's Baker Street, because I think right. there was even an A in the address. I think I'd have to look at it again. Because right. he, as you all know, I, I am a big cumber bitch, and <laughs> anytime I, I he's on screen, I just get all a flutter. He's he's awesome, man. Do I like that man? Well, hey, you get two more movies of him in in there in the MCU. So. I can't wait. I actually really genuinely looking forward to those. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Those four hour episodes. They're funny, very fun. It's kind of fun. The uh, strange magic is always fun. They have that scene, the scene, basically the scene where they had the the end credit scene, and for, I forget which movie where the um, beer. Doctor Strange. No, 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 no. That wasn't. Was that the? Uh, oh, that was the end of Doctor. Strange. Yeah, it was the end okay. of Doctor Strange. One of the ends. One of okay. the two credit scenes, and, and then they. I mean, they they add a lot more to it. Yeah. I mean, but they have the beer drinking, and they have him holding the beer, and he keeps teleporting around. He's spilling the beer, and he gets upset, just puts down the beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Umbrella is a reference from the comics too, where you have him, where he, you know, where the hammer turns into an umbrella, or people think it's an umbrella. That's from something to do with the comics. Huh. I didn't know that, but the Easter egg told me online. <laughs> I fully believe the Doctor Strange was just teleporting Thor around just to fuck with him. Like, yeah, I believe it too. Because Thor's coming in with this big imposing, you're going to do what I want you to do, and he's like, well, actually. <laughs> and I like the fact that like Thor has. What was I going to say? No, I know what I was going to say. I like how the fact that Doctor Strange has the gloves on this time. Yeah, he only kind of looks like Dexter's mom from Dexter's Lab. <laughs> well, the gloves are from the comics, though, so I was, it's a it's a more comic accurate outfit than he had earlier. Yeah, which and I like some- when the. The costumes evolve over the course of the movies. I, I'm really into that. Yeah, we even get a callback to classic Thor later on in the movie. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Hawkeye's costume to, <laughs> to you know, ne- upgrade itself going to have a purple little mask on. And, and never going to happen. Maybe they'll get a reference in the Hawkeye show, but come on, or, bro. Or what bro. if, bro? Do you think it's going to happen, bro? bro? Nope, bro. Save it for, <laughs> save it for that show. I really wish we wouldn't have lost that episode sometimes because. I make that joke on here, and no one will ever, no one will know what I'm talking about. No one needs to listen to that. <laughs> just <sighs> terrible. Bad. And I, okay, did you laugh at the part when the umbrella when he when he calls his his umbrella and it goes spiraling yes. through the? You definitely yeah. laugh. Yeah, this one got me just because it's crash, crash, crash. Boom. He's like, boom. Sorry. <laughs> it was it was funny because you think he could have just somehow got a different way, but he has to have it break through the entire house. Just, and you just see Dr. Strange face like, really? Yeah. That, yeah. That one got me. Yeah. It's a, it's a good bit. It, it really is. Cause again, it we're, it's, it's a recurring bit. We've seen a hundred times with Thor and his hammer. It always works. It's, and it's, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. And then when Loki finally, when he bring when he's like, Oh, he's in Norway, I'll send you to Norway. And then he's like, but I need my brother. Oh yeah. And, he's, and then when Loki falls, Oh, I've been falling for 30 minutes. I think it was like the most quoted line after I saw this movie. Was it? Yeah. That's pretty Well, good. when I was watching it with my wife, she's like, where's Loki been this whole time? Right after she says that, he pops out and says that line. I'm just like, yeah, there's your answer. Well, good timing. 30 minutes. Yeah, good timing. That yeah, would be terrible. Yeah, all the stuff with, with Strange is pretty great. Yeah. Because I hate heights. That would be terrible to fall for 30 <laughs> minutes. Just falling and falling. Uh, at some like point, you pass out after a while. At some, yeah, either you pass out or get used to it. You're like, all right, well. It's kind of amazing he kept track of the time for so long. That's a very good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. I mean, he is a god, type of, sort of. Uh, you know, I guess it's a, th- a theme in time fiction where aliens call themselves gods. 
I've been watching Stargate SG one a lot, so I keep thinking about that now. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I what do you think of the Norway part, Bill? When they get there, like that whole scene, I actually really like it. The movie slows down; it, it slows down and stops being being a chuckle fest. I en- I enjoyed serious. it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's reconnecting with their father. He actually at first looked very befuddled, which I was very concerned. Like, oh boy, like you know, like almost like a, a dementia kind of thing, um, where. Oof, like he didn't feel like he was right all there, which was interesting. I think there's a very cool moment where um, you know, Odin's kind of explaining and, and Thor says to Loki, stop with your tricks. And Tom Hiddleston just looks at him like, I'm not doing anything. And mm-hmm. it's a genuine look. And he plays that so well. He's such a great actor. Uh, he needs to be in more stuff. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Um, we'll get a Loki show soon. Yeah. And we, yeah. Oh, we are. Oh, sorry. We are getting a Loki yeah. show. Well, it might that. already be out by the time people hear this. I can't remember when it's coming out. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. The timeline, again, is is screwy. I think it's a very well, pretty scene. I think it really does well. Just beautiful environment on the cliff overlooking the ocean. You know, two brothers reconnecting with dad right before he, he finally passes. And, yeah, I think it was a very pretty scene. It was really good. Admire their hesitance to undercut it with stupid jokes. It's kind of there's impressive. Re- there's actually restraint. Yeah, there's yeah. restraint. They, re- they recognize how important this moment is. Um, we get our final bit of exposition. That really, they realize they have a sister they didn't know about, Hela, and how she is a woman of un- ungodly power and no motivation. So, or poor motivation, I should say. She's yeah. cool to see. I was glad that they put. Like, I knew of the character. I wasn't. It wasn't. Like, I don't know Thor very well. So even like before this movie, you saw. It, but I was aware of her, and I. I like how she when she first shows up here because right after like Odin, after they get done the Odin conversation, he he talks about how he's seen their mother, which their mother's dead, which I had forgotten about because you know that second movie I can't remember it even happened, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, and then he turns into dust, and I'm like, okay, this is this is sad, but I like it. Yeah, it was very appropriate, very tastefully done. Um, kind of honors the character, honors the actor. You know, Anthony Hopkins can't go out in a in a lounging on a on a chair eating grapes <laughs> and, and cursing. Like you can't end him that way. God, um, just as an actor, a, he is such a good actor, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like after we've been we've been doing this podcast for a while, and I watched a lot of movies since we did this, and like I went back a few months or maybe more months at this point, and I watched Signs of the Lambs at one point. Like, man, that. During Halloween, that is he he acts so good in that movie. Hmm. Yeah, we want to talk about yeah. that someday on the yeah. show. Yeah, we should just just but. random. It's your it's your podcast. You can talk about anything you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just say I know hey, one person. Won't be yeah, on I just, I don't expect everyone to be there, but yeah, I will. Yeah, no, exactly. You may you may. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm by your side <laughs> in that one someday. And we'll see. Once I finish this, I have more freedom to do other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this is finally done. Uh and. My first, like, when when Hella first shows up, I think the actress is Kate Winslet? Am I no, correct? Uh, Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Okay, yeah. who's Kate Winslet all of a sudden? No, that's the girl uh, from Titanic. Titanic. Titanic, yeah. yeah. Okay. She, one, she's a great actress. The Kate, I just forgot her name. Kate Blanchett. But <laughs> God, is, I, she is hot as hell in that first scene when she first shows up, before she puts on the stupid helmet. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I mean, she's I mean, got some uh, Madame Hydra vibes going. Yeah, she really does. The I had some Maleficent. That Maleficent, uh, oh yeah, yeah, vibes going with her with her yeah. headdress. Yeah, I, I didn't care for the headdress. Ah, that's fine. I, mean, I it think works. it's part of the character. But how do you feel about her as a character, as, as an actual villain? I think she's good. Fine, I guess. Like she just seems like another one of those ones. Is like the hero needs someone to fight against. Like yeah, her, her yeah, motivations just... aren't great. She 
What is she trying to accomplish? Just rule Asgard, I guess? Rule the world. She oh, is... I'm so. <laughs> A, yeah, characters. I'm gonna fight uh, on this one. That's fine. <laughs> we can, we can, we can, we can I, Characters are are painted, right? So if characters are painted with a with a brush or you know a pen, she is painted with a spray can that you would do on the side of a house. Like she is, <laughs> she is painted in the broadest, widest stroke possible. She is the daughter of daughter of Odin. She, her and her and Odin conquered the nine realms through brutality and death which is interesting i like that that's cool as an idea that's great actually you know they've been papering over this for the last hundred thousand years however um, obviously not that many but and it's been a long time though. that's interesting i like that but now she wants to rule asgard as the queen and she wants to do it in the most evil way possible because she is the queen of death now, why are you the queen of death? Why do you want to do this? Is your, only, your Her only motivation is power. And it's not interesting. It's just not. Sorry. You, it's, it's boring. So Michael's 100% right. She's just a big bad to provide some stakes and to provide a end, an end game for this movie. So I think she's very poorly written. And I don't think she's interesting at all. She's got a, a wonderful MacGuffin of just summoning spikes and daggers. Okay, great. <laughs> not, not nothing about her is interesting. And Kate Blanchett's really chewing a lot of scenery in this role. She is she is enjoying herself fully at the expense of I think the performance. So she's not wonderful in this. And um, but again, this this is kind of a pitch I don't think you can hit because this character is not very good. And I wonder how she is in the comics because here again she's painted in these extremely broad strokes that just. They're boring. It's fine. Just someone to pound I wish on. I can answer yeah. that question, but I've never read any Thor comics really. But I really like her in this. Like, I have no problem with her at all. I have no problem with her motivation. I think her motivation to, to me makes sense because she, you know, had conquered a lot of the world before and now she's been sealed away. She's angry now that her father is finally dead and she has the ability to do stuff again. Like, I was on board with all of this. I completely blocked the motivation. I had no problem whatsoever. I, I just feel like uh, Michael. If I, I, I do you have my back. Who, who whose side oh, yeah. are you going? Oh, oh yeah, Mike's, you. Mike's on your side Mike. completely. He, MCU doesn't have a good villain until the next movie, so which is uh, Black Panther. Again, I haven't seen it. Oh, is Black Panther next. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Again, Black I haven't Panther's seen next. it. Oh, I haven't seen it. We'll I, do that it, in two weeks, yeah. then we have to jump back to something else. It's just too. It's just too. It's not. There's no nuance to it. And again, if if you're doing a comedy, which this is, maybe you don't need that. But at this point in the MCU, it's always good to have a, care, a villain who has a, some other reason other than da- I'm upset by daddy. He locked me away. Which, again, why would Odin do that? Because she was getting too powerful. So he's like, he changed. He kind of grew and said, you know what? This is not the greatest way to approach things. I should now be benevolent. That's fine. That's growth. So instead, he just locks her away because she's now this kind of weapon that he built that he can't control. She's just a weapon. It's like It's like being... It's being interested in in an M sixteen, you know, or like a you know a cannon. It's just not interested in that. The, your power is not interesting. What's interesting is why you want to exert that power, and the fact that you're willing to kill everybody in Asgard to rule Asgard it sets up a theme that's good, but just doesn't do it a different way. I really didn't enjoy this character. Even though she has some cool moments of fighting and flipping around and jumping and doing kung fu, oh, she's badass. Yeah, yeah, well, she's like the first time also we has god power. She breaks but, the hammer, which is cool. That is a shocker. That's I, a great I, scene. That is a great moment when she just when she just shatters his hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my I wife hated that. it. 
my wife hated it. She's like, that should have been something at the end. And I kind of explained, well, no, because now it's setting up a different set of parameters in which Thor can fight. Like now he has to use other things than his magic hammer that we got reintroduced to. And this really does strip him down to someone who needs to use something other than his um, physical prowess or his hammer. He never really has to, though. <laughs> he just uses yeah. his physical prowess anyway because uh, he's still the god of thunder. I don't know. This character just doesn't work for me at all. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, agree to disagree. I mean, that's that's fine. That's why. Yeah, I, no, I know. I, I knew coming into this that we were that it, I I knew where I was going to be. I knew where Mike was going to be. You were the one that was a little on the fence, but the wild I'm not card, surprised yeah. where, we're going, where we are. I figured this is kind of how it would go. And it happened before other movies <laughs> the first time. But just like. Uh, and that whole like when they first see her and he throws the hammer and she breaks it and they and they, they have that little f- and then like then they realize pretty quickly okay it's time to go like that scene when they're when they activate the bridge a little too fast and she goes out she you know she's coming up with him and she sta- you know throws daggers at him and then Loki falls out and then Thor falls out of the bridge that I really like too I like seeing what happens when you get tossed out of the Rainbow Bridge we've seen the Rainbow Bridge a couple times we've seen the first movie where Thor not Thor Loki falls off the thing into the abyss. And he ends up somehow with Thanos, which I don't think it's ever completely explained. But no, Thanos caught him. Eh, we'll go with it. I, I can't. I think it's explained like in one sentence somewhere throughout one of these many movies, but I can't. I, I'm not sure. Magic. Okay. <laughs> magic. Yes. 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 Magic. But uh, yeah. So I do like the fact that he gets thrown out of the um, out of the Rainbow Bridge, like you said. Thor then lands in a scrap heap, and we are introduced to the land of Sikar. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. Is she are they in Sakaar at the moment, or are they somewhere else? And she takes him to Sakaar. I just kind of saw it as it was all one planet. Oh, but we do have to say there's a big scene that we almost that happens right before this that I know Bill <laughs> was just has been heartbroken when Hela first gets to Asgard. She kills the good bros. I was shocked actually. I don't know how I felt about that. I you always make fun <sighs> of the good bros. His good bros. Oh yeah, he he she just destroys them. And yeah. for some reason, sees Scourge and, and does it because he, oh, he kneels down. The other two don't. They're like, who are, why would I kneel to you? Were, oh, it was only two. Yeah, because Sif isn't there. Right. Because Sif isn't there. Yeah, never exa- showed up again. No, in she in is. Dark World. She's not been in anything. Yeah, I don't Shut know. She she is she'll in, probably be in four. She's in one or two episodes. She's in, th- in four. She's in one or two episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D., by the way, in between this oh, time. Yeah. Back when S.H.I.E.L.D. used to actually kind of connect to the MCU in the first like season or two before they said, ah, fuck that, went their own way. Basically. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Okay. I, 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 it was shocking, you know, that they took these two characters and that are well established. I mean, they're not their side characters, of course, and just dispatched them with no effort, like with with and no thought to it. Again, she's just painting her as evil McEvilson, you know, like I, I am Mrs. Evil. I'll stab you. It and, was uh, cool. Damn it. <laughs> I I, it. It was shocking, though. I, I will say it just caught me. It's like, oh, wow. I, really I, bad form, but. I like Hell. I think she's one of the better villains in the MCU. Not not near the top or anything, but she's definitely not in the bottom with Whiplash and some of the, other, and some of the others. I don't think she's as bad as Whiplash. Whiplash is a different. Okay, well, Whiplash I, at least I had, think a, one had a better motive. one of the worst villains in the entire MCU. So. <laughs> Whiplash yeah. had, a, had a better motive. I think I have had a better motivation. I don't remember too much. <laughs> You know, he, his motivation oh, yeah. was you stole my father's design, so I yeah, will chew. I will yeah, I similar. chew uh, toothpicks and have a bird and be stripped naked when I try to kill you. It was back when getting revenge on Tony Stark was a new idea. Before they yeah. just made that the motivation of every villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't stop either. No, no, we're not at the end of that. Oh, I forgot. There's one. There's another movie of that coming up. <laughs> uh, Iron Man Five. Yep, we'll get there. But. 
Yeah, Gimli and uh, Flynn Rider didn't even get a chance to put up a fight. They were just down. <laughs> yeah, she just puts them down. Again, it was shocking and effective. I thought it was pretty effective. That's fine. Yeah. You can't you can't deny her effectiveness like in battle and her effectiveness as a physical presence. I, I you, you know, obviously you can't deny that, but just as an from an emotional standpoint, I think I get it. I, I get know, what they were going for. But. I think part of it with me is that I like the way she looks with the black hair. I like the goth look, so I was just on board anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, her. Held it on, she was just hot as hell. I'm like, okay, I'm all bored. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I, 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 I said to my, my, my wife, I'm like, I had her, her hot topic, uh, her hot topic thing. Is pretty, I, pretty rad. And she actually, yeah. my wife actually pointed out, which I would have noticed. She's like, my wife's like, and her makeup is horrendous. Evidently, her makeup changes from scene to scene. Like, it, huh. it's not consistent. And again, that's something I would have noticed. But she, my wife's like, now her hair makeup was terrible. Like, okay, didn't really bother my, my appreciation the, of the film. But you know what? That's that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. The underworld movies. I I'm a big. I really like those because I just like Kate Beckinsale in Goth oh, yeah. outfits. So I'm all on board. <laughs> we, we I, again, most much like me and some other things. Your appreciation of leather and Goth and yeah, I, has a lot more than I realize at certain points, and I don't. I always talk about that in Sin City. I listened to the <laughs> Sin City episode. Fuck that episode! <laughs> oh god, because that for those that listen to this, we we just released Sin City in January, the time that we're recording this, and oh man, I can't even remember Sin City. We recorded that before. We September. talked quite a bit about um, about this <laughs> year. So actually, I, we don't. Uh, Mike, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you kind of do some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I say stuff sometimes. <laughs> so if we were saying Thor in the trash, um, but. Okay, so I couldn't have been the only one. Like when when the job oh, was going, first showed we're going up, to shelf her box already. Thor in the trash. Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> uh, kick from the group. <laughs> uh, I knew you weren't gonna like this movie, but it, it, I was I was hoping I came into this hoping that maybe you were gonna like it. Oh no, no, not a chance. <laughs> I, I noticed. I, I'm I'm on board with that. that that ship sailed a long time ago. It's like I told I you yesterday. Hope. It's because I still hate the reasons that I hate this movie. So I was like, yeah, it's just not gonna change. Unless the movie changed somehow. Well, hey, there. Um, one of the podcasters I listen to, uh, Comic Conspiracy, I listen every every week. Um, his wife ended up taking this movie for. I think she did it for this movie too, and cut all the jokes out. And he loved the movie without all the jokes because he hates all the oh, jokes. Oh, is there a Snyder cut to this? I'd watch that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Think I actually she, would she too. made a cut of it. <laughs> I actually would too. That's interesting. Yeah, and she did the same thing with Guardians too. And I guess he said Guardians two was way better when she cut everything out. And I'm like, and probably only like twenty minutes long at that point. That'd be a better movie then. <laughs> well, you're just you're kind of trimming you're kind of trimming fat at that point, right? And and that's not I'm not saying the comedy is fat. That's that's kind of a bad analogy. But you're kind of trimming the stuff you don't movies. like and and creating something different. It is for an action movie when it's like sixty percent comedy. Yeah, and again, this is I, I think I use bad bad cake analogies uh, like pepper and some other nonsense. These are you know <laughs> comedy should always be in these sort of movies, in my opinion, that have bigger themes, that have more have bigger aspirations. Again, not to say comedy doesn't have aspirations. It's not what I'm going for. But comedy should be kind of the the sprinkles on the cake or like the frosting in between. It shouldn't be the meat of it. And this is a cake that's made out of frosting. Yeah, like the rest of the MCU. Right. It's not very good because you don't want to make a cake out of frosting. And that's kind of what this movie ends up being because frosting is good. I I love frosting. It's great. (laughs) But, you know, again, I want I want some meat to this and there's not enough meat in this. Not Although at the, the until the very end, it very again we'll get to the ending, which I think is exceptional. It is great theme, you know, and it's, it makes sense for Asgard and make it brings a lot of things together. But Billy and Billy right now is just a, a bunch of chuckle fests, especially when we land on the planet and we get introduced to um, Jawas. 
The little Jawas, yes. The little Jawas who uh, capture Thor. This is good. I like this because this is showing that he doesn't have now, you know, he's vulnerable. Where before with his hammer, he is invulnerable. He just, and he actually, doesn't he try to summon him? Summon the hammer? Yeah. Yeah. He, it goes, oops, a daisy. That's I thought that's a pile of dust. I like that scene because it kind of like, you know, it has that longing like you just lost a limb or something of that nature where you lost something still coming to terms with it. And I also like, are you a warrior or food? And he's like, I forget what he says. Like, okay, food. (laughs) He's not quite sure anymore. And then uh, I do like that. Again, it's showing that he is very vulnerable to enemies that normally he would just blow out of the water with laser light shows and lightning and all the rest of it. He gets shot with a net within like a minute. Yeah, shock that's scary. There's lots of yeah. shocking in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of electrocutions. <laughs> yeah, lots of electrocutions. And then the ship die, lands, and who we will be know become Valkyrie. But at this it's point, Jackie from Veronica Mars. Oh, I never, I know, I've never seen nobody, the show. No? I've seen like the first five episodes. She's in the second season. She's so yeah. yeah. So Michael, <laughs> sorry. So Michael, what did you think about her? Her gallant Scrapper 142s. <sighs> Wonderful introduction to this film. What did you think? I'm sorry, it? sir. That reply is not is uh, uncalled this for in this movie. This is early shades of my biggest problem of this movie, which we have not gotten to yet, is where they take what would be a really cool moment and undercut it with another stupid joke. Like her walking down the platform in like a really cool swagger, and then she just falls off it. Like, ha, 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 ha. Why? Why do that? Why well, not just let her have her cool moment? Falling people are funny. Don't you know that? Uh, Everyone knows falling people are funny. We should all laugh at those people. Roll of slapstick. Or don't I you know laugh. that? Don't you know that alcoholics are just a gas? Like just, just. <laughs> Normally, thing. I don't like. Give me that knee and start slapping. I mean, targeted it's wonderful. towards that, but in this, I was okay with it because of like what. As like, I think partly I knew what this movie, you know, where it was going. Like I felt like it made sense that she's fighting what she's going on, so she's drinking all the time. But since she's Asgardian, it doesn't hit her the same way, so it's, it it falls off really quick too. I was okay with her falling off the ship. I thought it was funny how she just falls off and then kills them with the turrets. You shouldn't have to just justify a joke, though. <laughs> well, that's exactly. You shouldn't have to I'm justify just, a I joke. mean, I thought it was hilarious, no matter what. I just No, 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 laughed. and that's fine. I mean, again, it's it's physical comedy. I'm not immune to that sort of thing, right? But but again, this is what Michael said it very well. It's overcorrecting, right? Not wrong. You could have her <laughs> kind of come out with a bottle of booze in her hand, swig it back, maybe kind of like stumble a bit be really loose with her language. You can show that clearly she's chasing away demons with, with booze, but you don't really know that yet, but that's fine. That's a piece of her character is that she, she's a heavy drinker, but then the comedy beat of falling off the thing and, and going, hang on, hang on, hang on. Be right back there. Hang on. Oh, we're misses. Oh, we're misses the record scratch. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or the whoop, (laughs) the slipping (laughs) sound, (laughs) the banana peel. on the. (laughs) See, I would have probably, I don't know if I would have, Okay, but I still laughed. You probably would have laughed. <laughs> oh, no, I saw something happening. I haven't watched Big Bang Theory, and something's happening to me. I, and, I don't know what the, what's happening. And, Michael, we, we are in... I'm oh, sorry. We, we are in the minority here. Like, we are we are in the minority, right? Oh, yeah, Most people, people love this movie. Yes, yeah. I know. And, and they right. love it for these humorous beats. So, I don't know. Maybe it's... I, again, that sort of thing, if I ever see people who are, you know, overly inebriated or clearly have a problem in that, that's something that... It's me personally. Uh, it's just a personal thing for me based on past experiences and current experiences. And blah, 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 blah. That always catches me. But that's me. That's 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 a subjective. Well, no, I, 
you're not wrong. That. Like normally, right. like if it was like Guardians of the Galaxy two, where it's making fun of like autistic people or people that I think that's how I took it, or making fun of people that didn't understand emotions because they were very naive because of just circumstances. Like you know that bothered me. I I think because I, I I'm the same way. If they're just making fun of someone being drunk for being drunk. I'm not gonna be okay with it. But for some reason, it worked for me in this movie where I don't think I really took it as that. I just somehow found it funny. I don't know. And that's, and that's fine. I'm trying to defend it in my own head and realize you don't why it's funny. And I... you don't have to because comedy is very subjective. And that's okay. That's, that's, not, that's why I'm trying to analyze the beats of it and kind of where I think it overcorrects. And, and that's definitely that the fall overcorrects it. And even though this may sound like nitpicking, when your movie is now a comedy, a comedy action movie, the, the, the cake is full of frosting. God, when that I have to, you have you have to judge it in that way. It's just you have to. Where in an action scene, movie, no. you may be able to to hand wave it. The turret scene with the Jawas. I mean, that very that cool. Made me laugh too. That was cool. Very, okay, that was fuck cool. a Very, very, very cool. I guess to me that kind of corrects it because yes, she's drunk, she falls off the thing, but then right away she's back to normal. Like it's not like she's right. You know, it's, completely an alcoholic. It's almost like you could have cut that fallout altogether. Yeah, you didn't it need it. I mean, I laugh, but. I, I would have been okay with her just like either slipping or just coming down and then killing everyone. Cause I like yeah. the, I love it when, you know, cause you have, you have a character. Well, in this case you have a woman, they're like, Oh, she's a woman. She's weak. One person. And then she just guns them all down that I like women empowerment. I think too. I guess another reason great. I like this movie too. I agree with that a hundred percent. And, but, and again, not to labor too much on this because this is a small little tiny bit of this movie, but I think it really is an example of where this falls short. This really is a big example because again, if you're going to overcorrect into the, into the, um, if you're going to overcorrect into like off the highway, you know, into the rumble strip and you pull yourself back (laughs) onto the highway, that doesn't forgive the fact that you pulled off to the rumble strip. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You still did that, right? You, you, and you correct it back, and you bring it back. And hey, wait, is that what they're called? The things on the side of the road that go do 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 to wake your ass up? Yeah, rumble strips. I never knew that. I ran over them many times when I start to fall asleep on long car rides. Long car drives. They work, by the way. They wake your ass up real fast. Yeah, they do. I learned something new. But yeah, I agree. Bill. I also like how she rescues him just to capture him, and I and I, I feel like she knows either who he is or what he is, and right when she first sees him. Oh yeah, he even tells her because okay, he says it like immediately when okay. the, when they're on the ship. He's like, I'm the son of Odin. She's like, Well, my apologies, Your Majesty, and shocks him for the seventh time already. Yeah, I, I I did laugh at the shocking. I laughed when he's in the ship and his face is pressed against the glass, even though that's not my kind of humor. But I laughed. I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain it. I can't explain why this was funny to me. Now, so now we go back to Asgard because we we have we've we've spent a little too much time away from Kate Blanchett and her her little her little pet scourge, where she then approaches the army, right? And she has the big scene. I can't remember the uh, samurai's name. Jackie Chan, if you ask Thor one. Star number one. Got we got that. Robin Hood, Jackie Jack Chan, Chan, and that's it, right? And badass Ooh. lady bro. So very good. I, I don't remember his name. His name don't matter. He he doesn't. He's one of the good bros that wasn't with the other good bros. He gets yeah, to put this, up a fight yeah. or try. I also yeah, think they changed the actor from one of from Thor from one of the movies. I don't think it's the same guy was in all three of the movies, but I can't remember because I never cared enough to find out. Yeah, that's what they do with Fandral, so <laughs> Yeah, but Flynn Ryder was better, so it's okay. Yeah. Short lived. <laughs> yeah, at least, at least, uh, so yeah, so Hela then approaches the army, basically explains that she is the rightful heir to the throne. Everybody kneel down. 
Do they kneel? I think they all do kneel. They kneel in the idea they put their shields up and they're just getting into a defensive. Oh, that's okay. They're not actually kneeling as in I respect you. It's more of we're going to kill you and we're just getting ready for it. Right. We're just getting. Okay. So that's what it was. And then um, Jackie Chan uh, proceeds to basically let her know that, you know, he'll never kneel for her. You know, the usual heroic speech. At least he gets some time in his costume. I just had a realization. The other two guys barely got the costume on, you know, and they walked up on set and all of a sudden, boom, Spike, dead. dead. This is Zachary Levi's on screen for like four seconds before he gets stabbed. <laughs> Literally on screen for four seconds. It's insane. So he, him, and her have a, him and her have a hand-to-hand battle, I think. Or does she take out the army first? I can't she remember. She just takes out. She, she takes him out, too. She kicks him or beats him. Right. Yeah, kicks her. Wipes out the army. And then I, he's still living at the end. That's when she impales him with like the giant Spike. Right. Hogan is this character's name. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, thank you. Hogan. Okay, cool. People out there were very upset and wondering why we didn't know. Oh, I mean, I listen. Somebody come was. Now. Come on now, please. I I mean, I, I enjoyed this scene. I enjoyed her dancing around, killing people, just massacring them. I was, and I'm normally not into this, as, as we proved in over the course of all these movies, but I really, really like this action scene. I like the I like it. It is good. I like again. I think hell is great, but I think maybe that's partly because I have a thing for goth women, and this was goth. So I was like, okay. But I don't know. I really liked her. I thought it was great. It's great. Michael, what do you think? It's like you said earlier. We get to see more of her battle prowess and to see why she's a threat because obviously her words aren't doing her any good. So it, it facilitates that at least. I'm curious how much of that Kate Blanchett did because there's a pretty good amount of flipping and dipping and, and all sorts of stuff, if I remember correctly. There's a lot. Uh, but of course, all sorts of just like knives and sticks and state. Obviously, her her uh, special power, are, you know, throwing weapons, you know, basically. And this is a pretty cool just you know, it's like Kung Fu. It's more of a demonstration of, of, of athleticism and none of these characters, none of this army are, have any stakes. Like the second you see her in your brain, you're like, we're about 40 minutes in. This ain't going to go well for the army. I don't think they're going <laughs> to, I don't think they're going to be able to match the god of the, the, the goddess of death or however. They don't. No, they don't. And they're again, very no stakes, right? We're not concerned about any of this. These are just opportunities to build this character what she can do physically and really kind of cement her as how are you going to stop her? Like, how are we going to stop her? The way they do stop her is very, 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 very interesting, actually. Oh, but, I um, do have a dumb joke to make, though. Go for it. it that, oh, this movie's full of them. One more can't hurt. So when I, when, I, when I was watching the movie and I first heard Asgardians, I was like, where's the little blue man named Thor? Where's the blue people? Those are what Asgardians really look like. Nothing. Okay, someone out there got that joke. I don't know. I... It's a Stargate SG-1 joke. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Right. I've been watching that show from the 90s for the first time this year, all of a sudden, because it's on Netflix, and I, it's, it's really damn good, by the way. You made so, one, pers- one, one person out there perk up a little bit. Somebody <laughs> laughing right now who watched yep. Stargate SG-1. Somebody smiling at me. Someone's giving you a big thumbs up. Just a big, like, <laughs> Fallout Boy thumbs up right there. So, All right. So, and then also, like, during this whole thing, you have ships that are, blow- that are shooting at her, too, and they blow up the ships. And I'm That was cool. Like, All right. That oh, was, man. That was cool. I, 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 I do remember thinking, woof, okay. I was they brought the whole so army. on board for this. But I get it. It's fine. I, I'm, I'm not immune to the fun of watching someone dispatch legions and legions of people, but there's no stakes. It's fine. My question was how no bit more interesting for me not to write this movie for, you know, an Oscar winning <laughs> screenwriter and director. <laughs> You're clearly better at this than me, sir. But it would be very, very cool if, you know, you know okay, I'm going to look at his name again. H- Hogan. Hogan kind of gives the speech and they all kind of stand and the army gets ready and she just summons 
85,000 spikes at once, like a porcupine and quills, and just dispatches them all in one shot, and then they all fall, like in a big wide shot. That would have been, I think, really, really cool, as opposed to this kind of jumping and flipping and, you know, the, the standard action superhero scene. I would just the kind of the coldness of that would have been very, very cool. But yeah, just no one liner, no nothing. Just do yeah. that and then turn Blip. and walk away. Zip. Scourge gets his usual face of, oh, and then um, and they move on with their lives. I, I Again, this is an action movie. This is a Marvel movie. We've had some time between action scenes. So we need this to break up and the film. And you also have a, a very quick scene that they speed up of Heimdall grabbing the sword, pulling it out and running away with it. Yes, that's right, because, yeah, exactly, he scourged his left sword. You know, the sword of the Scourge Bifrost. The thing, the thing that, you, the only thing, you had one job, Scourge. <laughs> He's really bad at his one job. He's bad at everything. He's almost, he is almost a goofball. Like, he really is kind of a goofball. And yeah. then you, and then when it, when it does jump back, you have that scene of when they're going to the Grandmaster's Tower. There's a bunch of faces on that tower that are all references to other characters. I found a, Easter egg thing that tells some of them. I recognize one. One was Beta Ray Bill. For those that don't know, oh, Beta yeah. Ray Bill is the second person I think to take. He, he takes the hammer and he carries a hammer. Not not Mojanair, but Stormbreaker, I think. Stormbreaker is the one. There's the axe that he has. In, oh, okay. Like, I, he has a hammer. I don't remember the name, but he ends up getting a hammer. And he looks like Thor, but he's an alien. Um, another one of the faces is Ares, which is the Greek god, also in DC, but also in Marvel. There's a there's an Ares uh, man thing, which is essentially. Marvel's version of Swamp Thing, which yeah, we'll never see probably, and then By Beast, which I don't know what the fuck By Beast is, but that's the uh, those are the faces that they recognize on that statue. Beta Ray Bill, I only know from Marvel, uh, Ultimate Alliance. He's one of Thor's costumes. Oh, that's cool. By Beast is some weird character, I guess, from a long time ago in a Hulk comic. Okay, I, I somebody I don't know, but I. Because I, I thought one of the faces looked like Thanos to me when I was, you know, seeing it real quick, but I didn't pause the movie because I didn't want, I didn't, I don't trust Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus can do bad things when I pause it and start. I had no issues watching this movie. Disney Plus did not cut out on me once during this movie. I was really, really surprised. I have never had Disney Plus give me a problem. I don't know what. <laughs> very, what, very yeah. rarely do I get any issue with it. I've, I, mean, I get I, plenty. It's weird. My, my kid watches uh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers constantly, and not at once does he uh, has he ever reported an issue. So, but he's four, I guess. <laughs> Actually, no, he's four. He's four. He would he would be like, ah, Mickey's call- gone. He's not calling tech support or anything. No, no, he's calling he's calling his his pops for all that. <laughs> well, speaking so, uh, of references on the way to uh, see the Grandmaster, how about this little amusement park tunnel ride with the stupid as shit Willy Wonka music playing in the background? I didn't, I didn't recognize that, it. But my wife oh. did. One hundred percent the Willy Wonka. It is. It is. It is actually. I didn't even catch that. Oh my! She was singing the song word for word as as there was no words, but she was singing the words from the song. Oh no! Why would you do that? That's not good. Because it's funny. Oh, because it's. I don't know if it's during this part or is it the later part they play the pure imagination song. That's this one. Okay. That's right. That's because yeah, because people can listen to that and say, oh, oh, I know that thing. That thing is great. I like Willy Wonka. I'm going to laugh at that thing instead of focusing on the moment at hand where he's going about to meet the grand master of this entire planet. You know, I, oh, there I, are words, by the way. I just didn't catch it. Interesting. All right. I wouldn't have caught it either. I only know uh, it because she looked over me and said, it's a Willy Wonka song. I said, and I just looked at her like, are you sure? And she yep. was right. I, Can't confirm. That's what it was. 
Because I even mm-hmm. like, like, is that? And I listen a little more. Like, yeah, uh, that's dumb. I I'm okay with the scene with Thor <laughs> in the chair. I, I I didn't have a problem with it. Like when he's and and I like seeing Jeff Goldblum play Jeff Goldblum again. So you know when they first I'm meet the Grandmaster. Tired of Jeff Goldblum just playing Jeff Goldblum. That's yeah. all he does point, anymore. I don't think he acts. He just oh, he just plays himself. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised if he didn't even have a script. There's like go in there and say stuff. We'll make it work. It's it's really hard to see actors who are person who are known for their personality become parodies of themselves. So, like you said, Jeff Goldblum just plays Jeff Goldblum. That's what he does. And I've always been of the mindset you can't have enough Jeff Goldblum because he's great. But in this moment, this is actually one of the first moments I've seen him where I'm like, oh boy, wow, you you've now turned that kind of like Hunter S. Thompson. Right, he became Hunter S. Thompson, um, and he started playing that role that everyone expected in the play. Like, imagine if Keanu Reeves all of a sudden saying, "You're amazing," you know, yeah. everywhere he went. Right, he would now start playing. He was just just Keanu Reeves. Is is this John? What could be a very different movie? <laughs> Indeed, and yeah, exactly. So this kind of just I was like, oh, I, 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 there is too much Goldblum. There is a limit to the amount of Goldblum I can stomach. We, we, I, a, lot of, a lot of listeners just turned off for us badmouth and Goldblum performance. I am listen, don't bad. Listen, you have I no, had no problem with dis- it. You have no idea how much this pained me. This <laughs> hurt I mean, me. I I like Goldblum being being Goldblum and the and the part where he you know the other guys in the chair is like oh me you know I have Car- whoever the hell Carlo is they Carlos, give him the name Carlos yeah. Carlo and then they just like if they just kill him it's turned him to liquid like that why was. what's the, why because because it's funny to watch someone get zapped with an electric prod and then turn into goop and then he oh it's getting on my shoes getting just on my to show shoes. that the grandmaster's unhinged because you couldn't figure that out by the way he talks and acts you can't figure it out it's jeff goldblum yeah. the man is unhinged <laughs> we don't Dude, need- he's on <laughs> my shoes you see that it's gross I, it was I, it, it just it really hurt my feelings because again it was I I adore Jeff Goldblum and I think he's actually a good actor on top of just being a very interesting and different personality he's good in the dumb commercials he does during the Super Bowl I love seeing Goldblum in a Super Bowl commercial it's great two seconds this for some reason read to me as and I got used to it after a while like he became the Grandmaster and I I didn't the, only this scene did it really not even bother me just strike me as a little like oh man. Dang it. Not that good. <laughs> Bum me out. He's not in a, a whole lot, thankfully. So, no, actually, you know, this, he's, he's, it's, yeah. a, it's a small part of this movie. And like, that's fine. He, I can, yeah. He, it's, you know, he's the middle part of this movie where you're in, when you're in Sakaar, and he kind of goes away. He's kind of the villain of the movie, but not really. Oh, he also is a celestial, too, to help, to make Bill happy. Oh, really? He's one of the godlike beings that created oh. the universe. Okay. Oh. They don't ever say that in here, but he's on the same level as the collector from Guardian. They're they're all kind of. I think I'm pretty sure he, um, the Grandmaster, is also a celestial. Also, yeah. the contest of champions, what they talk about in here, because he in the comics, the contest of champions is where they grab people from different universes and different realities to come into this contest to fight each other. Like you'll have different different version of a, like let's say you're, let's say what happened if Spider Man became Punisher, things of that nature. Again, I'm exaggerating, but that's what contest of champions is. With completely different characters ending up in this place, it's not what we get here, where it, it's like different worlds and things. And he pulls them into it. I I've read some of the books of Contest of Champions. There's a stupid at the current time. There's a game Contest of Champions, but it, it's just Marvel. You know, get their characters to fight each other in the comic book is what it was. Yeah, Start off. It's just an excuse to make them fight. Yeah, that's what it sounds I'm like. Sure they do a lot of different characters, like different varieties of characters. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm uh, kind of run. 
So and at this point, some, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Okay, that's all I got. I just wanted to kind of clear. I just wanted to say what it was. Yeah, that no, makes sense. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, we also uh, Loki's there because yeah, again, you gotta love Loki. He's gotten himself good with the with, with the Grandmaster. Him and him are. But it uh, serves a point to have that yes. little conversation where he's like, "I've been here for weeks." Yeah, yeah it's cool. I I do like I like the fact he's there. He's kind of you know gotten to go with the Grandmaster. He's trying to not associate with Thor for the benefit of that. You know, for also his benefit too, right? Because everything is about his benefit. But it's good. It's a it's it's a cool moment. And then we. Uh, we basically. Oh. oh, go ahead. Sorry. Not sorry. He's not a celestial. He's at elders of the universe. Okay. No. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know what the, any of those things. I don't are, know so. either. This is this is beyond like this is kind of getting into the stuff that I'm not as good with when it comes to Marvel. It's part of what I think the Eternals will kind of help you know bring us more into. But the Collector and him, they're all part of what's called the elders. They they don't age. Okay. Neat. Right, keep going. I just wanted no. to get that out there. Why? That's fine. Are. Yeah, again, so not to belabor the, the Goldblum point. Yeah, I really don't want people to turn this off. Sorry, y'all. I really do like the man. So, so then he uh, he's gonna. So Thor, of course, is gonna be uh, come a champion, and he's thrown into the never-ending ring, where I guess it's kind of like staging area for all those. And we meet the Rock Man. Yeah, the comic relief character in the comic movie, <laughs> the, com- the comedy movie. I, I like him. I like. I do him like Korg. I like Korg a lot. He's very cute. Oh, he's different. He's very sweet, but he's got like very unassuming. Kind of what Drax was like back in Guardians before he turned into a complete asshole. Doesn't really, really. I shouldn't really like Korg and Meek. Is it Meek, the little little purple thing he carries with him? Yeah, Meek. Yeah. Okay. And also, um, Mike, you want to say who voices Korg? Yeah, you the, realize this? the director yep. himself voices Korg. Yep. Does a great job. Very funny. Yep. Oh, he also took Taka Wahidi. He's also in the Green Lantern movie, too, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He probably, really good film. probably doesn't put that on his resume. That's a good film. I'm not being sarcastic. Yes, you are. No, I'm not, actually. I like that film. <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> I've liked it when I've seen it. <sighs> which, one's, which one? Oh, Green Lantern. I'm trying to remember. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. That's the Ryan Reynolds one? Yep. Okay. I, I remember the... really liking it when I watched it six years ago. I, I remember seeing it in theaters and hating it real bad. I think I've seen this at some point. I don't know. I, very forgettable. I always I, get that. For, I always get that mixed up with Green Hornet. Oh, oh that's. that's I'd rather. I'd rather watch Green Lantern than that one. Yeah, Green Hornet's. Uh, that's rough. Directed by one of my favorite directors too, Michelle Gondry. So sad. That movie. Michelle Gondry directed Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, that's a good movie. That's amazing. So that guy directed Green Hornet. What the hell? <laughs> that guy. Sunshine is that the one he forgets his memory with Jim Carrey? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That is a really, really good movie. Michelle Gondry's incredible. Directed I also mostly. realize that well, that movie and Scott Pilgrim maybe really, I really like dyed hair on women, like different color, like random colors. We are learning so much about what goes <laughs> yeah. on in your okay. brain today. I mean, this is uh, just coming this is out. Good. It's all we, coming. We do Scott Pilgrim someday on this show. Oh yeah. man, it's my favorite movie, one hundred percent. I thought Spider Verse was. Uh, they t- they they clash. They clash. Yeah. So and I, then I, I like when story. when I think he I think he tells Korg that he's going to go out and fight the champion and he calls him oh hi new Doug because the old <laughs> Doug died or something fighting the champion like yeah, oh, every, Doug everything Gorg says in this scene is gold it like, really is like it Mike's really opening is. line about how it's like I made a rocks don't let that worry you unless you made a scissors but then he goes on to talk about how he tried <laughs> tried to to run a revolution to get out but he didn't 
print enough pamphlets, so he was bested by paper, which I thought was really, really funny. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I had to rewind it. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That's really good. And hey, yeah, the, the Doug joke is very funny. He's like, if oh, hey, you try to start a revolution and you don't have enough people and it doesn't go well. Just showed up except funny. my mom and my stepdad, who I hate. <laughs> I love the Doug bit. It's very funny. Hey, make Doug. Oh, Doug's dead. Sorry. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, he's he's delightful, and because he, a I just enjoy that humor more. I guess I just just tickled me more than the other it was, stuff. It was more it was clever. It's a very clever kind of just they're jokes. They're clever jokes, and it's integrated in this like scene. You know, Thor now is at a downtrodden point. He, but not really though. He expects to beat whatever champion they throw at him. He doesn't. Yeah, he's think, still pretty. He's pretty confident. Himself. But he's at this point where he's kind of like thinking about and he's probably there Ragnarok and like Asgard and he's realizing I got to get off this damn planet. I'm going to beat this dumb champion. Cool. And get off of this thing because that's the rules of the game is that if you can beat the champion, you get your freedom. Right. That's that's the idea. So he's like, fine, I'll beat this dumb champion and we'll, we'll be over with it. So he's kind of like on a mission. And so you have this lighthearted character just throwing in very funny jokes. And the director does a wonderful job delivering them. Just really good. Yeah, the humor is so good. Well, if Thor has to fight three vampires huddled together, he knows who to call because Korg's ah. got the, the, the pointy stick. <laughs> I like that. It's like, it's not very useful unless you're fighting three vampires. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yep. uh, see, those are jokes that land because it fits the character. It's he's the, the the comedy relief, and the like Bill said, it's the otherwise comedy void because Thor's. Not being a smug asshole for a change. Exactly. Well, I don't, Thor can be a smug asshole because it fits Thor. It fits Thor in the MCU. It, mm, it kind of Before does. Endgame, Thor is much of an asshole. Well, in the beginning of Thor, you know, he was a complete jerk. But again, he's turning. Like The idea is that he's growing as a person. But again, you spend enough time with Tony Stark, you're gonna, some stuff's yeah. going well, mean, to rub Thor, up on Jane Foster changed him after they had that kiss because they just sure. fell in love with each other. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. Him. Again, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind the way he. Again, as someone talked about yesterday, which actually makes a lot of sense. It's a natural progression of who this character is, right? But man, the implementation is just off. <clears throat> so yeah, but jump. before we, but yeah, but before we go to uh, fight the champion, which might be one of my favorite scenes, is that oh, champion? Yes. So good. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite scenes is in this part when you go back to Hela and Asgard, and she, when she, you know, she breaks the ceiling to see the old mural that he that he covered up that shows her and you know her and Odin destroying everyone. I think somebody talks about going to the the throne or the not throne but the vault. And when she's walking down that room, they they I laugh my ass off because there's a scene she goes over the gauntlet, she's like she's like fake, and she pushes yeah. over the Infinity Gauntlet, which is a reference in the first Thor movie. They hid the Infinity Gauntlet in there for a very brief little scene as an Easter egg to what they were planning, and this is kind of them redirecting it because people were always like, okay, so the Infinity Gauntlet's here, so at some point Thanos has to come here to get the Infinity Gauntlet. So by doing that, they take that part away, and that's why they have her go fake and just knock it over. Kind of like a retcon kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, but it, it's exactly. hilarious, too, because it works a couple different ways. One, it works if you're showing that Odin is not this, you know, he's kind of full of shit a little bit, too. And, like, I, I like that. And then she's walking by, and she's like, ah, eh, kind of useful. Walks by the bifro- you know, the big casket. And then I think she goes, ooh, walks by the Tesla. Ooh, that's that's nice. And I I I was laughing during this part. I Again, she's never helmet on, so I was happy. And I just really enjoyed this whole part. With internal flame and everything. Yeah, and um, Michael, what'd you what'd you take off take away from it? It's, like Mike said, it's just a clever way to kind of retcon that Easter egg because obviously we've seen the Finny Gauntlet since then. 
Um, right, have we? Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. It's you're at right. the yeah. Avengers stinger, he's got it on. I think. Yep. yep. But, uh, it's a yeah. Let's go ahead, Michael. Sorry. It's yeah. Fun. No, I yeah. I like it. I actually do like the the reveal. Um, again, this is trying to cement a bit of motivation for her, and actually not motivation, more just backstory. I don't really see it as painting Odin as as an asshole, as more of a, just a checkered past, right? He's not. He hasn't been this guiding light of goodness and truth forever. He has a ugly side to him. He has an ugly past, and these nine realms were not were not <laughs> gained through diplomacy. My question is, how is Earth gained? That's not part of our history. Like nobody, you know what I mean? Like how is how is Earth acquired? But um, yeah, that's not a. It was very strange in that realm. But I like that. That's that's cool. It gives you some backstory on Odin, and she has a little more rationale. It was you know, imprisoned me, you know, and now I'm back, and I want take my role on the throne. But for some reason, I am just evil. I just just evil evil person who does evil things. Right? I have no nuance whatsoever. Right? No like. I think the whiteboard during the whole character development, it's like they got her names, like okay, Odin's Odin's daughter. What are her motivation? And all this says is evil. This is yeah, yeah. It's just, and that's the problem. There's no nuance where good villains have nuance. Yeah, again, too broad of a stroke for that. I do like that in the treasure room. You know, knocking over the gauntlet and the tesseract and all that, and her resurrecting her army of um, video game skeletons was was, was cool. <laughs> And Fenrir, the giant wolf. Is that you the giant wolf's name? Yeah. Yeah, they only said it a couple of times. You know what would have been more interesting? Like, I'm sure they couldn't get Anthony Hopkins for a full movie, but to have her actually face off against Odin and just her trying to get her revenge for him locking her away would have been better motivation than sure. just trying to take over Asgard. Sure, yeah. And again, yeah, I, I agree with that. That would really neat to see Odin kind of going toe-to-toe a bit because odin's got powers odin's not he's not just uh he's not sitting there (laughs) doing nothing he's got some power like that'd be kind of cool i agree with that um he he would have had kind of a having to deal with his past and the stuff he's had to do in the past to get to where he was and this he just kind of turns to dust without having to face face his demons and maybe he has maybe he has to atone for the things he's done by self-sacrificing for the benefit of the greater good because he yeah. realizes that he's kind of the reason this all happened. And that's a movie. That's called plotting. <laughs> that's called character. You know? But again, I, I've never won an Oscar, so what do I know? <sighs> that would have been anyway, cool. yeah, that's that's the thing there. So yeah, and she's also upset that nobody remembers her. Well, duh, and that's probably part of it too. Is like everything that my my past has been papered over. Again, it's pretty cool, but. We head back to Sitar. I keep saying Sitar, Sakar. 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 And I do like this is the point where Loki tries to convince Thor to to stick around and become pals with the Grand Master. Hey, you sure you don't want to just stay here? Because Asgard is kind of you saw the crazy lady. You saw evil the evil lady with, with the with the knives. You don't have a hammer. And there's not many moons of interstellar rocks found in the brains of a galactic whatever to build it again. So maybe we just hang out here. I don't know. It's kind of good. You can become the champion. You can beat on people all day. You're good at that. I'll be just devious <laughs> and, and, and control things without people knowing it. I'm good at that. And of course, Thor says he just wants to fight because Thor is, is Thor's, Thor's a hero. You know, that's what heroes want to do. It's interesting to see them kind of playing more off each other. And, you know, having again, because every Thor movie, Loki plays such a big part. Still one of the best villains in the MCU by mm-hmm. far. Oh yeah, I I yeah, I really love Loki. <laughs> I love that Thor's not even doesn't even say anything. He just picks up rocks and throws them into the the hologram. <laughs> like, you're not even here. I do like that. Yeah, that joke pays off later too, though. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. I have my notes written. Piss off ghost. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> why did I write that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another another line I hear quoted from this movie the most often is piss off ghost. <laughs> so I read it out okay, of context. Okay, that was funny. I, it took a second, but it caught. Oh yeah, Corky yeah, no, running in there. Yeah. And then I read he comes context, in like, like are we yeah. fighting? Are we fighting? What are we doing? God, Cork's Very great. good. So, uh, yeah, where, where are we going next? Oh, uh, the, the, weapon, the weapon rack. That's the weapon rack where he talks about the stick with the three. <laughs> Kill three vampires. Um, Boys are huddled together. This is when I write Rockman. I, I forgot his name. I've, I can't. I have no time to look these things up, so I just write down shorthand on my notes. So Rockman was great. I'm like, yeah, he's just so good. We also yeah, learned that Mrs. 142 is Nasgardian. She was a Valkyrie, uh, which evidently is a big deal. Pretty cool yeah, scene between oh, him and her. No, wait, that's not, no, that's later. There's an Easter egg I want to mention, but that's later. But no, I, I like that. The way that he finds out she's a Valkyrie, he sees her tattoo. Because yep. someone makes a comment about her being an Asgardian, and then he sees her tattoo, and then he realizes who she is, and then he talks about, I want to be a Valkyrie too, until I found out they're all women. Like, I like <laughs> it's a, And that's good. I like, I, that's a little I more bumbly. It's, it's a little humble, a humble Thor moment. That joke definitely worked for me. We get a little backstory on Mjolnir about how it was created just in case we need to make another weapon in a later movie. That's right. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> what Korg's interpretation of, it sounds like you had a very intimate relationship with this hammer. <laughs> kind of like losing a loved one. <laughs> I like very that, sweet. though. It's very good. It's very insightful. Very I love accurate, it. too, for Thor. You rode the hammer? Or the hammer rode you? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh. Uh, okay, I enjoyed all that, too. Yo, Again, first. I laugh constantly in this movie. There's, there's some some of it lands and some of it doesn't. It's just, and that's the nature of comedy per person, right? And that's why I try to put it into the context of the film of why it's inserted, you know, where it's inserted as opposed to whether it lands or not, because that's up to personal opinion and preference. Beauty of comedy. So yeah, um, you know, so so he gets ready to go up to the champion Stanley's uh, as the psychotic barber. I, I like that quite a bit. That was fun. That was cool scene. You will not cut this my hair. Please, please hold my talk cut my hair. And every time he winds up with something serious, you know something not serious is following. Like, yeah, right. Every time he winds up, I'm son of Odin. You know, you know something stupid's going to happen right after that. Which and nine knows. times out of ten, it's just him getting electrocuted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot in this movie. Man, is he getting electrocuted? There's a lot of zapping in this film, and. He goes up, and we're on to the big fight. I remember now. I don't remember if I knew of the Hulk reveal. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like it was it was spoiled. It's spoiled in the trailers, and had it, it not been in the trailers, this would have been such a cool reveal. Yes, this was set up beautifully. The green, the green like smoke, the stomping, the the pacing of this is great. And then they reveal that Hulk, of course, is the champion. I mean, even Thor puts on his old school helmet, which I'm sure yeah, Mike yes. loved. I did. Yeah, I liked it too. It was very cool. I think he has the old school helmet also in the first Thor movie in the whole outfit for like one scene. I, remember I think correctly. the very beginning. Was it the very, very beginning? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I loved it. I, I get so happy when they do those type of things. Yeah. Uh, and I also love when he first sees Hulk. He's like, yes! And Very good. Looks I'm like what? He's like he's a friend from work. And that's, that's good. I, I like that still. one. I, I, yeah. And Michael, did you laugh? No, but <laughs> the next bit is like Loki's here. Loki, look who it is. And Loki's line of, <laughs> "I have to get off this planet." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's again calling back to the to the famous Avengers moment. The friend some... from work, it doesn't fit. No, uh, oh, it, man. Me. I, it doesn't I fit. Laugh. And again, 
it's another thing, Michael, that doesn't fit because we, he's not a friend from work. Why would you say that? Have you ever held a job in an office? Like, you, you don't work, Thor. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Um, it's one of those that doesn't fit. It tickled me, though. I, I, I will admit it got, it, I, I was amused. A lot of these jokes I didn't laugh. I was amused. Like, oh. I don't think it's the comedy that's funny. It's Chris Hemsworth's enthusiasm to deliver yes. the lines. That's funny. And Chris Hemsworth, yeah. he's he has got comedic chops. Like he really does. Like genuinely. So it's a it's a pretty cool cool thing. He he delivers these lines very well. I was very into it. Yeah, and it's I, fun. And it is kind of fun watching a giant Norse god say funny things. Like you don't. Expect I think it's that. pretty early into their into their fight where there's a part where he knocks him into the wall or something. Something happened. When he starts going. The sun's going down, and you know he start. You know he reaches out his hand like he's trying to be Black Widow, and then he just gra- Hey. Funny. And he grabs him and starts beating him, and then Loki gets up. That's how it feels. And I laugh. It's again. funny the first time. It's the fact that he says it for the oh, next six or thousands, seven scenes over thousands. and oh. over. And even Bruce is like, stop saying that. Yeah, he's 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 acting for the audience. Please be quiet. Like we get the joke. Like, okay, Black Widow, we get it. Uh, yeah. It yeah, this the Hulk smash is is it's fine. Again, it was clever. It was clever. I was like, ah, that's, yeah, that's cool. You Loki's like, that's how it feels. Okay. Yeah. Really that's cool. This whole fight scene is pretty, pretty great for, yeah. for the most part. Like it's pretty intense. Cause again, you really don't, because as you guys have mentioned, Thor and Hulk are the two strongest Avengers by a large margin. Oh yeah. And I think you've said Hulk is strong now. Oh, for, <laughs> no, oh really? Good point. Until someone else joins. Who's already around at this point. Yeah. Well, she was around in the nineties. Anyway, oh, who, who else? Who else is Captain Marvel? Is like, oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, she's she turns into an interstellar Jesus or God figure. So yeah, not yes. completely wrong though. Yeah, but still a very good movie. Anyway, we'll 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 talk. I'm looking forward to seeing that again. Me too. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. It's theater, not far so. off. No, it's not. No, it's not. We're pulling off to the end of this thing, uh, fellows. Seven <laughs> movies. We're getting there. That's it. I remember when it was like, hey, we're on four. We got like twenty something <laughs> to go. So uh, yeah, this uh, she he Hulk. Um, yeah, Thor smashed them. Um, again, getting the upper hands, pretty good battle. And then he does the lightning punch. He, he yeah. summons the lightning. He's getting wailed on. He starts seeing flashes of Odin and then gets the, the lightning eyes. That is great. That is great. It's pretty but great. Is, that, is, cool. that is a part that really gets me when he does that lightning punch and everything. That is because again, you know, you know, before this it's just, you know, he relies on the hammer. He relies on this. And, and this is one of those parts when you really see him start to channel in what the power he really has. And he starts to win the fight until, uh, let's see, I don't have it in my notes, but it's probably like Shock 27 or something. Yeah. We're going to electrocute Thor again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we should have counted the shocks. One of us should have at this point. That would have been pretty fun. I'm sure someone has. It was someone else's turn. I counted the Tony Starks in (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. I didn't get get the note. And it's really kind of weird that, you know, the God of Thunder can't remove a little diode from his neck. Like, really? Yeah, they even show that scene where he tries. He tries. Like, you can't do that. Like, in the end of the movie, you're fighting without an eye. You can't pull that little thing off. Come on. Come on. Yeah, but whatever we need we need we need a MacGuffin to stop him from being Thor so yeah. that's what that is now in Asgard we um we have one of my is this right yeah oh yeah this is kind of just Asgard um the public is rising up and you know, the people have seen yeah. their entire army decimated by a psychotic woman with melissifin hair and daggers <laughs> she's summoned from anywhere so they're gonna rise up and take on her I think she's when she mentions she'll murder everybody 
mm-hmm. which is great because why don't you just kind of appeal to them and be like, hey, I am the I am the first in the throne. Hey, come here to the everyone, come to the palace. I know you've never been here, but come to the palace. See that roof? I knocked the ceiling off, and that's me with Odin. They he's been lying to you <laughs> for like the last hundred years. So probably more than that. I mean, you, why would you want to uprise? There's no one else. Thor's not here, and Loki's not here. They're off in the cosmos. I'm the only one left. But no, I'm going to murder everybody in Asgard, so I just sit here on a throne with nobody, which makes no sense whatsoever. I get it's the theme, but it makes no sense whatsoever for this character. I had no problem with it. And that's when Hela, Hela, she, uh, she, she names Scourge the Executioner. But of course, dope, the dope, the dope, the Bifrost is gone. I lost the sword. <laughs> dope, the dope. And why she doesn't murder him right then and there, which I thought was going to happen, is beyond my comprehension. Like, you don't need this bumbling buffoon, except but, to be that audience surrogate. Yeah, at this point, she has uh, decreed that he is her Executioner now, too. So he's got another position of power great yeah good they get the guy that guy he can barely wield that that axe Never mind <laughs> it. Yeah, that's okay though it's okay that he's stupid the axe that he doesn't use at all no it doesn't and that's funny when she produces the axe from later on to to actually do his first bit of executioning which my wife of course we pause it again and she goes i've never seen this however how much you want to bet that he doesn't go through with it or no he he turns against her at some point i think it, I don't know much about plotting, but I think that's going to happen. And I'm like, well, I don't remember this well, but I bet you he's not going to go through with it. She's going to be presented with the opportunity because I genuinely didn't remember and just not go through with it because he's scourge. Yeah, I mean, the, the, when he starts to hesitate, she should have just been done with him. Yeah, this, well, the second he lost the Bifrost, like, which is the whole point yeah. of her going job? to take... That was his job. He had one job. You had one job, Scourge. And the fact that's like the whole point, her going into the Bifrost and taking over the rest of the nine realms and being evil McEvilson again and not just being the queen and doing queen things. I just want to murder everybody because I am the death person. It's not interesting. Not interesting. Sorry. Sorry. That could have been a funny runner is multiple characters telling Scourge that he had one job and failed it. Right. That would have been funny. That would have been a pretty good bit. Do it three times, right? Rule of threes. No, exactly. Three times you're done. Not, have you ever uh, played Darksiders 2? I have. Okay. So, yeah. The rule, the rule of three is big in that game. Yeah. I don't remember it. I remember Oh, it's everything. It. Everything is three. Everything. Oh, you need three keys to open this door. Oh, okay. You got to get three orbs to open this platform. It's terrible. Sorry. <laughs> I remember liking that you, game, actually. You built a, it's a good game. You just, you just got a ran out of me that I completely forgot about, but that's all I could think of when you said three. <laughs> So then we cut to one of my one of my favorite elements of this movie, which is when we finally reveal that Hemdel is alive. Because we haven't really mm-hmm. seen that yet. We know someone stole the sword, but it was him who sold it. And he's saving a family. He's kind of fighting things off and fighting off soldiers. And and re- and now we have he's been refu- He's kind of building this colony in this giant mountain. I really really like this. This is super cool. Him one by one, two by two, rescuing people keeping them in safety. I want actually more of this. I would have liked more of this. Maybe it's just me being boring drama man, but this is cool. Like I want to see him interacting with people in there and the people learning to survive on their own. And maybe it's a different movie. That's probably a different movie, but man, do I, I really love this concept of him kind of building a resistance, understanding that Asgard is not a place. It's a people. And that's of course the main theme of this that allows Thor to kind of let go of a lot of that, 
stuff he's got going on. So they say that a lot in this movie too. Yeah, this is the first I'm, time you've seen it. And, and Michael, okay what, yeah, Michael, what you what you think? I about uh, this? didn't appreciate that Hobo Heimdall is making me question things within myself because that's a good look for him. Hobo. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It serves its purpose for sure. But you're not wrong. It is a good look on himself. <laughs> I, I like Heimdall. I'm I can't. God, I can't remember Infinity War because it's been a while, but I don't think he's around anymore, if I remember correctly. I feel like he dies oh. at some point in one of the I movies. I think he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think it's on the ship at the beginning. Yes, I think you're right. Hey, only two more movies. Yes, 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 oh, yes. I think three, exactly right. yeah, we got to record something else instead, but yes. Which is bad because oh, yeah. as soon as I saw that ship in this movie, which we'll get to, I immediately got sad. I'm like, oh, I know what happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, no. I did. Yeah, I got bummed right out. Away, doesn't it? Wow. It was the first scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's another reason why this movie is like, I, I think this movie is very important to the MCU. Oh, it's definitely important. I, that's yeah. no, there's no question about that. There's some that are not, but this is not one of them. Uh, I mean, they, they all have some kind of buried on the long, long term. Or Dark World. The reality stone. You don't need it. It could just be all of a sudden somewhere else. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Still, it has its purpose. <sighs> I know. I just, that movie, that movie hurt me. I think I put it on the shelf, though. I can't remember. No, I think it was all boxed. I don't remember. Someone can tell me. No, you put Iron Man 3 on the shelf. I remember that. No, it's not. I enjoyed it. I don't know why. I do not know why. <laughs> did you really? Oh. I did enjoy it, though. I don't know why. I'm amazed I'm still on this uh, series with you guys. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, listen. You know, again, uh, are you gonna I'm allowed to like things. Let's talk about Naked Hulk. Yes, I was going to bring okay, it up. I laughed at this, too. I was just laughing constantly during this movie. Were you drunk? Were you drinking during I was this? Say. No, I wasn't. Wait. Okay, I didn't have two parts during this movie. Is this a uh, Bill watching Dark Knight kind of thing? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, shirtless. I, 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 of course, I wrote that down. I, I like to point out all the shirtless. He's not even shirtless. He's got no pants. Thor? We, no, no, Hulk. Oh, Hulk is, yeah, Hulk has. Yeah, we, we see Hulk butt because they, that was the thing that apparently needed to happen. Yes, yeah, because. I could have done without Chuckle, chuckle. Yes, that's fun. Okay, hooray. It's, it's, High five. It's burned in my brain. Yes. <laughs> Again, his reactions are good. Thor is great when he's reacting. I, I, I do really appreciate that. Some of the stuff between him and um, Hulk were kind of reconnecting is fine. I remember liking it more the first time. But I still like them kind of reconnecting as kind of uh, associates. Not friends, but associates. Yeah, I don't even know I call it reconnecting because I don't think they really have any lines together. They have that one scene... And the train station, the first movie where Hulk punches Thor at the end of the fight, and that's like it. They don't, they don't interact really that's at all. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I was reading into it because this is the point now where, or whatever. Yeah, this is the point when he discovers there's a Quinjet that's mm-hmm. magically just fully operational. Yeah, scaven- you think the would have taken it apart. Yeah, the scavengers haven't destroyed it and parted it out yet. It's just there. In full view of his window on this massive planet, just happens to be there. So. Great, cool. We're gonna use that Quinjet to get home. Sure, um, they are. Uh, I was happy that they explained the Quinjet. I mean, I could have done with it being destroyed or something, just because that would have made more sense. But I'm happy that they tied up that loose end because I remember when that movie ended, I was really like, "What's what's going to happen now? Like, where is this Quinjet?" So, right. I like loose ends being tied up in, in movies and series. Like this is a series, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thor wants to leave, of course. Hulk wants to stay. Why wouldn't he? He's loved and revered here. Why wouldn't he? Makes sense. It's kind of cool seeing Hulk reason and just be like 
half Bruce, half Hulk, um, to have that kind of combination is very interesting. I think that's really good. Until they take that too far in, in yes. game. Yes, they do. Yes, he's Which taking selfies. Yeah, get yeah. to that. Yeah, but you got uh, a little bit though. I want to point out Hulk's voice being very strange in this movie because in the Avengers it was Lou Ferrigno doing like a, a voiceover. In this one, they take Mark Ruffalo's voice and kind of like just distort it, so it has this weird tinny after effect to it. it is, I, yeah, I don't remember. It's, it's yeah, very strange. It was it was a little weird. I it didn't strike me as as off putting though. I don't think I, I paid attention really. It was just Hulk voice. So I it didn't I didn't really even notice it. It was just there. I had no problem. I had no effect for me. Uh, it, it didn't do anything to me. It didn't upset me. It didn't nothing. His butt was more offensive. That I could yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, just unnecessary. But you know. It was. I, okay, I didn't really laugh at that. Okay, I can't. I like the fact. I mean, I laughed at the other part until I saw his butt. I was like, oh, okay. At least they spared us from seeing the Jolly Goon Giant. <laughs> <laughs> not not oh. in the PG thirteen movies. I did like this the, part uh, when Thor finds out that Heimdall's alive because he starts talking to Heimdall, and then Heimdall like he's there talking to him, and then he kind of finds out what the hell is doing. I like that part where he starts to kind of get that incentive that he wants to get to, back to Asgard to save his people. Yep. Yep, it's a That's cool effect of having him like transport mentally yeah, yeah. there. Pretty neat, pretty neat. Yeah, it's, that that totally works. All right, plot moving, it works, and uh, yeah, moving on, moving on. Oh, and this is when you have Valkyrie comes to the room. Like he tricks. I okay, I really like Valkyrie's re- interactions with Hulk in this movie. Like I think how they're kind of playful and everything. I really, really like that. I thought that was cool, and then I like the part where he's like, hey, I got an idea, but I want to tell you. It's like, okay, you can only tell me as long as I'm drinking this bottle. And she just, he's like, and then he talks like, wow, you drink that fast. It's like three seconds later, it's gone. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty, uh, it's again, she's, point. yeah, she's Asgardian, so that, that's fine. She can probably ingest more alcohol than any, than eight of us combined. Yeah, so I also like when they're arguing like kids, <laughs> Thor and then the Hulk, you know, Earth hates you, you know, all that just kind of <laughs> petulant, and again, it, it's it's fine. It's fun. I I, I did also, enjoy that. You know, not that wrong because of Age of Ultron. Like he destroyed a lot of stuff in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, he they were not okay with him after that movie. Like you see in Civil War, and they make the comment about if I lost two nukes, they'd be asking me what you know, like you know. So it's not. I think it's, it's not wrong, and it's kind of cool to have that elaborated on. Oh, I can't wait till we finish this. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to talk about. I'll be done with it. I, <laughs> I want to talk about other things like WandaVision, uh, but like everything in the Valkyrie is cool. I like the I like the fact that he like tricks her somehow to get the he gets the remote so he takes the shocker off. I'm happy when the shocker comes off because I was t- that joke had went on too long. Oh yeah, but but now we've got the sun's getting low to go on too long. Okay, that does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, right, right. Okay, did, oh Mike, did you laugh when he threw the ball against the window and hits himself in the face? Because I did. No, this is the one. <laughs> This is the example that I always pull from when they undercut what would have been a really just badass moment with him, like throwing and shattering the window and jumping out. No, it's got to bounce back and hit him in the head. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Bad. I laugh though. It's no, it's pretty bad. It's it's again. It's it's the movie putting on the break and saying, "Hey, Joe, coming. Here comes a joke. Everyone laugh." And then and, to laugh. and then he didn't get up, and be like, "Oh, I meant to do that." Right, exactly. Or little birdies like tweeting around his head, like <laughs> you know, it's it, yeah, it was pretty stupid. But then he does the badass thing you thought he was gonna do, right? Yeah, he just bust out the window. The first it's like just yeah. cut to that. Flies down I, the thing. I like the ball. Oh no, it's very slapsticky. Yeah, and this is the tone of this doesn't 
support that. It's it, it's dude, it's dumb. And I, I agree with you, Michael. It's it's yeah, not not great. It's not the worst offender, which is yet to come, but it's it's the one I always pull from when I tell people why I hate this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I yeah, I no, nothing to say, but I agree. Down. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's it's un- I didn't hate it as much as you did. Like it didn't like strike me like that. But it's super unnecessary and and dumb. So I agree. And then when he finally gets to the Quinjet, I think that part's kind of cool. You know, he's trying to, and I mean, again, more dumb jokes. He's trying. He's like he's like I'm strongest Avenger. Access denied. Like I like how he doesn't have access to anything. Damn you, Stark! <laughs> <laughs> and then what is he? He says Point Break. Point Break, gonna... which is a callback to the first Avengers movie, where he call, Tony calls him that. That's right. Okay. I did okay. not remember did why they it. had that. I'm like, okay, I did not remember that joke. Yeah, it's after they fight in the outdoors, and they get to the helicarrier, and it's like, uh, no offense, Point Break, you got a mean swing. Okay, I didn't, I didn't get that that reference at all. I forgot that. I did not remember that movie well because I did not enjoy it when we watched it last time. <sighs> Yeah, that movie hurt me last time. So bad. I need to rewatch Avengers now to see if I enjoy it anymore. But I'm gonna wait till we're done with everything, and I'm gonna try to rewatch it. And this this last this last bit too, where you know he he gets everything turned on as an audience. We're like, ooh, wow, this thing turns on. That's weird. Okay, Hulk comes in and just destroys the entire Quinjet essentially as he is by walking. <laughs> friends, friends stay. Friends stay. I like that though. I like how it hits I did him. Too. Like he doesn't want. You know, he's in this alien world and nothing there. And he has, you know, somebody from his past and he wants him to stay. Like, I like I this a lot. I do agree with that. And uh, through all his destruction, he, he clicks on um, uh, Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow is basically, it's the end of, God, what movie? Age of I don't Ultron. Know, Age of Ultron, where she's basically telling, hey, big guy, you know, come back, whatever. And that's the the bit that brings him, turns him back into Bruce, which yeah. I can, again, totally get that. that makes, I can never complain about that because it's more Scarlett Johansson, so I'm just like, okay. I knew you, you I probably... think it's the reason why they keep hammering in the, the lullaby so much is to remind you that she was a thing with Bruce. It's been two years. Right. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. And what, six movies or something? Like, it's been a few movies. And a couple. Perhaps. And again, the idea of using uh, Thor, using the Black Widow trick, you know, trying to calm him down and keep him calm. That works out really well. It works out wonderfully, yeah. It's like, great, considering, uh, you know, you are not Scarlett Johansson, sir. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's probably part of it. <laughs> Listen. It's been, this is the sixth movie since Age of Ultron. Yeah, really? Jeez. Yes. Oh, man. The reason I know that is I count how many episodes we have in the can. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah. So um, also, he I forgot to mention he he also learns Odin's dead from Valkyrie, which again is a big. Uh, no wait, hang on. Oh, he, he tells her Valkyrie Odin. He tells her Odin. Thank you. That's what Trump starts to, to help out. Um, which is fine. I, I totally get that. She still has a duty. She understands she has a, a duty, and uh, especially we haven't gone to the part where. No, we haven't. Never mind. Okay, we'll get there. I, with part with the part. <laughs> No, 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 the part when she's like the flashback of her as a Valkyrie. Oh, that's like, coming up. I'm, I got things to say for that part. Okay, good, good. Yeah, that's when she's fighting Loki. Yeah, and but like when when Banner, and then this is when after he hears the lullaby, he Hulk finally Banner become back, and I love this scene when Banner come back and he's like, "Where are we?" Last thing I remember, like, and it's like, you know, and then he tells him it's been two years, and yep. just when that hits him, he's like, "What?" Like I, I love that whole like mental effect on him where his brain can't really comprehend what's happening and it makes sense. Like all of a sudden you it's like you know, the idea of we were cryo freeze we ever get there where you're gone for two years, all of a sudden it's, you're just there. Like it it's it, it hits me a lot. It's a it's really probably good. worse than that because in an earlier scene with the Grandmaster, he talks about how time flows differently there, how he should actually oh. be like 
millions of years old, but he still looks the way he does. And Loki got there just got there Good weeks point. before, even though Thor so had been there. He could have been just, there for like five years at the champion, yeah, or, or, so. or longer. Yeah, that yeah. I didn't think about that, but that makes that does make it even worse too. Like it, it's a powerful scene. I love the and I love how Mark Ruffle kind of plays it. Well, Mark Ruffle is great, you know, where he plays it very good at being like really kind of out of it, and he, like he makes that comment, like all my, you know, my my brain can't comprehend what's happening. It's too much. He's literally panicking. Like he is having an yeah. almost panic. He's good attack. at that though. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. How how could you possibly process that? Like yeah, I like how they dress him up in uh in uh in a Tony Stark's Tony. outfit. Again, there's another Easter egg. The shirt he's wearing, I guess, is a Duran Duran shirt from the album that has uh, Hungry Like the Wolf in it. And then he fights uh, it so, Okay. I guess that's, that's cool. an Easter egg. I didn't, I mean, I didn't catch I know the song, but I don't know anymore. That's, Duran a, that's, Duran. A, that's a deep, deep Well, reference. if he's going to dress like Tony, he should just take a cue from Tony and just build something to, to get over his anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just build something. You're fine. That's it. You just have you yeah. some mental trauma going on. That's such a bad movie. I know I shelved it, but it's such a bad movie. Oh, so bad. It is really, really, really poor. But uh, on the topic of bad movies, let's go back to this one. <laughs> wow. Uh, and this, oh, how do buddy. I kick someone from the call? Oh, yeah, I click this button. <laughs> <sighs> this is the first time I've been hurt by you not liking a movie on this show. And hey, to, you knew to, I was going to like it. No, I know. I'm not surprised. As, as <laughs> I'm I've not said before. Her. As I've said before to the listener, we already have your click. Like, we have your download. So yep. it doesn't matter what you do with this at this point. S- still come back next time. For the come back next time. <laughs> we promise we'll like the things you like. It's okay. Hey, one of us liked this movie a lot. So doesn't that count? <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. It does. Actually. I also like the part when he's talking to Banner and he's kind of, like, telling him what his plan is and what they're going to do. And he's kind of telling him about the Hulk and everything. And there's something about, I forget what the line is, but you have that, fam- that favorite gift go, is it, though? And I just, I love that gift, too. It's funny to me, that line. Is it, though? It's not actually... He says... Something else? Very some, Something very similar, but uh, it's not it. Oh. I don't remember what it was. I just I like it. I got nothing. I like the gift, too. So, and it? then you have... I think it jumps to you have Grandmaster, I just wrote in my notes, Jeff Goldblum, asking Loki and Volk, because this is when Hulk has gone missing, and he's trying to go find him. And I think it's during this part when they make the comment, oh, Hulk... Thor's like, oh, nothing will remind you of Hulk here. And all of a sudden they start doing the parade for Hulk and every, and then he's like, oh, <laughs> I, that was funny. It was, it was fine. I, I, this is also when, when, uh, I think Banner mentions he's afraid of if he goes, he's, he, he is freaking out, not because really the time he's freaking out because he didn't turn back into Banner and he was Hulk for an extended period of time, at least two years. And he is panicking that if he turns back, he may never come back. And that's a very interesting, again, because Bruce Banner is very interesting. It's uh, it's an interesting idea. It's like, wow, okay, I, I can't, what am I, I going to do? And just wrestling with all of this while Thor leads you through an alien planet while you're being pursued by Jeff Goldblum uh, and his minions and armies. It's a lot. So, uh, and again, he plays it very well. Is this the point where, or I'm trying to regain my place in my notes. This is where Thor puts on his disguise of a <laughs> shawl over his head. I, uh, that's funny. I got. I, I laughed. That, that's work. funny. And then Bruce being like, "Well, I'll be Tony." And he puts on the glasses like I'm Tony now. <laughs> <laughs> it's they, not they, funny. I took it as somebody trying to handle what's just happening, like a PTSD thing, and it's their way of coping with the trauma. That's all I took it. I don't know if that's how it's meant, but that's all <laughs> so I took no, it. This it definitely was not credit. You, yeah, that was not. Maybe meant. I'm just defending a, mo- a good movie here. I'm not sure. What, that's but. fair. I, that, that, that's not what they were going for. That was no, funny joke. Right. 
Was... And oh, this is the part when they're Valkyrie and Loki are walking. This is when Loki ends up seeing her tattoo because they start fighting, and this is when she remembers the massacre. And I wasn't sure if it's just because like it's... he does something that makes her yes. remember. He says, uh, "He says, wow, that must have been a painful memory." And then he puts his thumbs to her forehead. And oh, okay, I thought it had something to do with him. That yeah. dude, that scene where you see all the Valkyries killing her in the comic, Valkyrie is one character. I never knew it. At, it might have already been a fourth, but I knew it's one character as part of the Defenders, which is a team with Hulk <laughs> and Doctor Strange. And Valkyrie is a blonde woman. Like you see, one you see a woman gets killed right in front of the Valkyrie character that we yeah. know of in this movie, and that is the Valkyrie from the comics. That same look alike. Yep. What do you think about a, this one, Michael? It's a very cool shot scene. Yes. Like, really moving for an otherwise emotionless movie that's not <laughs> just comedy. It's and again, it, it's it's really sad because you could have more than this. You could have mm-hmm. more of this, like Odin scene, like Odin death scene is gorgeous. This is beautiful. Like this is a gorgeous, gorgeous scene of again the the framing and the the action, the motion of it, the colors and the the bloom off the off the everything. It's just beautiful it's a beautiful scene like and it's, it shows more hella being a badass yeah right. hella just being hella hella bad you, you kind of said the best at the top of the show bill it's like the movie just can't decide which one it wants to be right. like an emotional action movie or not that it doesn't no it's the worst <laughs> both worlds. no yeah see exactly you can't serve two masters i mean you have to like you have to blend the ingredients. You can't put, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to make a bad cooking joke. I just, I just you, I was like, let's see. Uh, we, you're, everyone's waiting for me to say something stupid. I, uh, it's, uh, that'll happen. No, I, I was trying to think of like two entrees that are completely different that would not go together, but that's essentially what they're trying to do. It's like, yeah, like tacos and green beans. Like you can't, you can either be fun tacos or just be good for you nutrition. Like you can't. You can combine both, but this they, they don't do it well here. And again, we've talked about them hand-breaking it movie multiple times to pause for jokes because insert joke here. No, blend the joke, insert. And the Avengers had the same problem. That was That's what happened with the Avengers. It was the same thing. Insert joke here. Everyone stop. 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 Stop, be, stop emoting. Stop moving the plot. Me a joke. Yep. Let's hit him in the face with the ball. Everyone's good? Cool. So Remember the, you see the joke. Everyone laughed. Okay, good. let's go. Move Remember on. the three stooges? Three stooges. Very good. Okay, great. Let's move on back and, and bring it back to the center lane. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Moving on. Oh, and then he runs into the, and I, at the parade when they run into Valkyrie Vulc, and they have the whole That's little right. talk. And I like how she's like, I recognize you. Like, I feel like I know you. And he's like, I feel like I know you too. And I, I like that. I, I, I like, I, again, I love Valkyrie's interactions with Hulk and Bruce Banner, all that. It's yeah, she's very good. good. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. good. Was that before that was before her, her, the dream thing with her and Loki, it's right? right no? after no, her it's, dream. It's right after okay. because after her dream, when she ties up Loki, and puts him in chain, then she goes, runs into Thor and them. Thor tells her his plan and they go back and then she shows him Loki as a good faith that he's all tied up. And then that's when he throws the bottle at him to make sure he's real or something. And it hits him. <laughs> like, yeah. Ow. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good callback. That's a good callback. We've got a roll of three on that one. There's another one later. Yes, there is. And then then this one they start. I like his interactions with Bruce. She's like, hello, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Guy's crazier in a bag of kittens, as he says in uh, Avengers. Yep. And then you have like, and then they come up with a whole plan to how to escape. Cause if we're going to get off this planet, they find out that they need to go through the devil's anus. <laughs> I don't know why I found this funny, but I did. I <laughs> can't understand a, it. It is a very funny set of words. Yeah. You put, you put uh, anus after the word devil. It's just, 
it's just naturally very funny. So it's I, a stupid joke, but I was laughing because earlier Heimdall told me they have to go through the giant hole. And they're like, what's that giant? Oh, the devil's anus. He's like, yeah, that, it's not bad. And that's Thor's good. like, I didn't know that's what it was called when I came up with this. And the, so that's why they they're have to go get the Grandmaster's ship in order to escape. And that's where they end up going. They end up letting all the prisoners out. And I like that. We have Volk just hand a gun to Korg and they just all start rioting to break out. And they, I mean, they, they break out quick though, too. Like they take out that, that place. Who's yeah. asking? Uh, I know you're asking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I like Korg. Yeah, the voice and everything great. about, it's just great. He's great. He's great. And, and then, and then, so you, and I do like the whole, like the whole interaction between Thor and Loki when they're actually friends for like, you know, two minutes and they're going together. And that, that's also good. Where they pull out the gun, they shoot everybody. And, and then want, you have to, I don't want to do get help. It's humiliating. <laughs> the next scene, help my brother. Help! Help! <laughs> it's humiliating. Not for me. <laughs> he just throws them. It's funny. It's still well, funny. Had, yeah, if I remember bad. right, if I remember right, they had a good moment in the in the elevator. Elevators are good opportunities for nice moments because it, yeah. it's confined. There's nothing to do, right? It's just two people next to each other, and in the MCU, a lot of cool things happen in elevators. So this is one of them. Yep, their interactions are great, and then of course he betrays them because that's Loki for you. And I, that's it. Because they're walking, all of a sudden, you know, it's not Loki. He walks somewhere else, and because he says something to him, and then oh, he activates the alarm. And then when he activates the alarm, Thor just starts shocking him and just leaves him there. Yeah, because as they're walking to the ship, we see Loki kind of splits off and starts walking the other direction too. <laughs> so then, uh, and then like like a callback to the first Avengers again. He's, where he says, will you ever learn or will you ever not fall for that? And this time Thor didn't. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Which I, I liked. I never liked, been, uh, plus I like references. So you've never been much, one much for sentiment, are you? It's easier just to let it burn. I agree. Zap. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. good. And, yeah, it's and, good. They steal, and he leaves him there to die pretty much. Like he just leaves him getting shocked. Yeah. And he leaves him for perpetual electrocution. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Which I, I thought was kind of dark, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Loki deserves it. I'm not gonna say he doesn't. Yeah. I think I think maybe Thor is probably thinking he's gonna get out of this. The, the, he will get out of this at some point, but yeah, I just need spoiler. to slow him down to so I can do what I got to. And then you see when the movie then jumps. I, okay, the whole ship chase part when they board the ship and and he's flying off on. Okay, everything with the ship is also funny as hell to me. And I'm normally not into this humor, but I like it when they're flying. They're like, he's like, where's the weapon? They're like, there aren't any. <laughs> He yeah, used this for orgies. Don't touch anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny. This and uh, this is a point in the movie where it's it's finding a rhythm here. All right, the, the the jokes are getting more integrated. They're all melding together a little better. Um, it's finding its rhythm here, and I found myself really enjoying it more as it went along. So, yeah. oh, and that happy birthday part, which is happy birthday to the Grandmaster when he hits the fireworks. Apparently, the day that this movie released in theaters or the or the grand premiere was the same day, like. You know, so many years later, but the same day the comic of this character first released. So that was kind of the joke in there, too. Oh, OK. And That's something cool. to do with Jeff Goldblum birthday, too. But I closed that tab, too. So it's a it's a multiple <laughs> joke on different things. Yeah, I like the idea of this this vessel being just a, a pleasure cruise kind of thing. Like not every spaceship in the galaxy has to have some sort of armament on it. It can just be a thing to drive to work um, or in this case, um, orgies. Yeah, orgies. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I like that. That's, that's a, And that's cool because this thing can't defend itself. It's heavily shielded. You can tell that. But it's cool. And it offers um, some very entertaining ways of ripping spaceships apart. It's um, got a cool design. does have a cool design, yeah. I like Bruce's line where Thor's like, oh, I'm going to go help her. You take the take the wheel. So like, I don't know how to fly an alien spaceship. 
It's like, you got all those PhDs. Use one of them. Not an effort for <laughs> flying alien spaceships. Good. That, Again, too. that's good. I, that, that works. A lot of these things mm-hmm. are starting to work now, which is, which is why I was so divided on this, because in the beginning, I'm just annoyed. Now I'm actually on, on Mike's camp a bit. Thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't Thank go you. that far. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, you don't sound like you are either. <laughs> I said it a bit, a bit. And that part when Valkyrie just jumps out, or Valkyrie, oh, no, jumps out of the jumps out of the plane, just starts ripping apart other planes. Oh, no, she's on the airship flying, and then she crashes at one point because they shoot it, and she starts jumping to ship to ship, and Thor does too. Oh, I, I love that. Like, that was a great action scene when they're ripping apart these ships and killing people that way. I love that so much. It's kind of like a scene from that movie no one remembers where they're on the ship towards the, the end with uh, Zachary Levi flying it. You're right. I have. I didn't remember what you were talking about. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't is. understand why Thor: Dark World, but it is such a forgettable movie. It like really I really is. don't remember it. it. Yeah, it's just. It's one of the worst. It's it's it's, uh, it's, a, it's a combination of a lot of things that I don't even want to get into because that that's going to require me to remember it. I'd rather <laughs> not. So. Well, you listen to an episode if you haven't before and hear us talk uh, about it. Yeah, I have. I have listened to it. Um, <laughs> So let's see. Oh, I'm good. Sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say they go into the devil's anus next. It's actually looking for the next part. Let's have stuff to say about this. Well, they entered the anus, but they also, before that, um, (laughs) she phrasing. (laughs) (laughs) Phrasing on that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, so I was going to, I had like three jokes that came through my brain. I had to quickly swipe them like, nope. 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 <laughs> I also like the fact this is before this. Basically, uh, Valkyrie takes out his. We never talked about the Grandmaster sidekick, stupid lady. Oh, Topaz. Topaz. That's it. That. She takes out Topaz in a very entertaining way, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, yes, Bruce she... does. Oh, Bruce. Just... That's why Bruce does it. Yes. Oh, yes, the fireworks, like all oh, the gooers, the, the smoke, and then she can't see, and then she drives into like, the. One of these has to be a gun. This looks like a gun, and it's the <laughs> the birthday thing again. And... and it's a giant button. It's like the biggest button on the console. So hey, why not push it? Yeah. Uh, so she funny. can't see through all the the fireworks and crashes into a rock. And then also, meanwhile, uh, Korg unwittingly releases Loki because he's a <laughs> sweet boy. And the hey, sweet man, boy. We're gonna get on that ship and get out of here. You want to come along? <laughs> <laughs> So good. It's like that. Hey man, it's good stuff. Really good. So this, they then they then go through the portal. I won't say anus. It's a portal. <laughs> um, back to Asgard as they as they go through the portal. They're still looking for the Bifrost sword. I believe this is yeah. when they have the whole crowd is yes. together and she's going to kill when, somebody. Just when this movie starts building some goodwill with me, right? Fun action. Things are flying. Jokes are working. Teams together. We get to Schmuckface and his dumb dumb axe that he can probably barely lift. <laughs> and and the and the evil one who just says, Hey, we're gonna kill the random person. Yes, this is a trope that's been done a hundred thousand know, times. And all I can think of have they not seen this the Wrath of Khan? Don't they understand the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one and the right. needs of the few? That's right. Or the one. That's right. I again I Clearly, they clearly that's uh, it hasn't gotten out to Asgard yet. Okay. They haven't uh, all that culture from Earth has not reached uh, <laughs> the Asgardians. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what I was thinking of. Like, really, like, why, unless it's his wife or something, just I'd be like, you know, you do know if she gets his sword, she's gonna kill the entire universe. Why are you because he'd be spared? Would he? Uh, no, he thinks he is. Oh, yeah, because the, the guy pipes up. No, hey, no, I know where it is. Well, how do yeah, because I mean, if history taught us anything, evil people always help out the people that turn in the other people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, and, also, and also, how does he know where it is? Because if he knew where it is, he'd be with the refugees. 
So what? He was he just, like picking apples somewhere in the forest and just saw Heimdall walking around with the Maybe sword. Maybe he was kicked out of the refugee camp because he uh, was too uh, or he's he's too extremist in his ideas. He was telling them that. Or he's he just stalling. Or maybe he thought. Hello, one election. That's what I really. would have thought. That's actually I thought maybe he was just stalling. You know those oh, classic oh, gambits. Oh, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's in the throne room. It's just under the under the yeah. chair. Just go under the chair and lift it up. That wouldn't have been good. No. Yeah, that's it's fine. Then the executioner again. I'm not going to say it again. I said it three times. Rule of threes. Okay. He had one job to do. And he does not do <laughs> exactly. Yeah, one job to do. Uh, and he doesn't, like and he doesn't get movie. punished. And he doesn't get punished for it. Oh, no. Well, he doesn't have to do the job right because he comes in. Okay, so, all right. Never mind. Forget I said. They arrive at Asgard and Thor apparently goes somewhere. And he goes to the armory and he finds Volk's outfit, or the Volkire outfit that he gives her, which yeah. I like. She gets back her, old, her outfit yeah, from the comics. I mean, you could say, where did he find that? It's, but whatever. I, it, it is cool to see the, the new outfit to fits the character and call back to the vision you saw. It's nice. And it also identifies her easily when in battle because there's now it could be a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it gets this movie it's, gets you just when you get the big action scenes coming up and yep. like this, uh, the whole scene when Hela gets to Heimdall's hideout and she knocks down the gates. All I can think of Lord of the Rings. All it went through my head when you see the big like tree on the door. Kate Blanchett was in those movies. Yeah, that too. I mean, why don't you just speak friend and enter? Right now it works. It's okay. Well, you, I, you I, seen Lord I, of the Rings, right? Nope. What the? I've seen I've seen the first two, but I didn't see the third one. Well, I own them. Because when they get to the Minds of Mori and Fellowship of the Ring, it says speak friend and enter, and they can't enter because it's supposed to be speak friend and Elvish, and Gandalf can't remember that. Oh, okay. I, I, I Yeah, I, I, I've seen the first two. I barely remember them. And then the third one, I, I own all of them, but I just, I don't have four hours. I saw Look, that a half an hour of fellowship, and I was like, uh, this is it for me. Yeah. I, I caught, I caught, uh, I'm going to have to bar- carve out four and a half hours to record our endgame episode. So <laughs> I ain't got so time maybe, to do both. All right. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm pretty sure that's going to be, because that's going to be a, that's going to be a four hour episode, I'm sure. <laughs> that and well, fin- Finity War, maybe. I don't know about Infinity War, though. We're going to take a lunch break for that one. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to pay me time and a half for that one. That's a, that's going to be a, my union. We're planning uh, uh we're planning something video game related that's gonna be pretty sizable too. We can talk about after the episode. Ooh, okay. Neat. So uh yeah. So uh yeah, that's when she kinda goes into the into the, the canyon there and there's no one there. And they run out the back door. They just run out the back door, as you do. Trouble starts. I like that scene, like you see them upset that she's there. You see her break down the door, the next scene of them gone down the mountain somewhere else, and I'm like, wow, they move pretty fast. Yeah. And she must be really slow because I would just give chase. Yeah. I also like how like when she's over there, Thor sits on the throne and starts banging the staff and all of a sudden she's like, Thor is there and all of a sudden she appears in the throne room and I'm wondering like how long was he banging that staff sitting there? Like was it like two hours of bang, bang, bang waiting for her? I don't know, that's what went through my head during this part. Yeah, that's fine, maybe every ten minutes he figured. She get the point. I, I do like that. I like how he ends up, you know, he kinda has a plan to what he's doing. This is when you have him, you know, distracting her and fighting her while Heimdall is trying to get the people on the Rainbow Bridge, get them out of there because he has the sword and he's trying to send them somewhere else. They're all trying to save the people. I, I like that. I thought that was all really good. Yeah, and very quickly, um, I think when uh, Hela and Thor there start talking, she's telling Thor about Odin, and you know they show the ceiling again. Yes, get this. Uh, he, does he really react to this? I don't remember him having any sort of strong reaction to the revelation oh. that his father was evil or had like has so. had a very checkered past. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe don't he remember knew either. about some of it, but just not Hela being part of it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe. remember the whole lot of him saying anything about the reaction, it. Reaction, like I would think, kind of, kind of shocking, wouldn't it? I mean, 
know. But then they start, so well. and they start a fracas and start fighting. It's good. I and mean, you think it would be kind of a, a thing when you find out that your father was a mass murderer. Right. I mean, you figure you'd get something out of him, but eh, what yeah. are you going to do? We gotta, we, we're in the final third, and we got a... We got a lot to do still, right? We got a wolf, and we got a Hulk, and we got a Valkyrie, and we got a spaceship, and everything else. So, <laughs> this is, and then just when you have Hell and Thor start fighting, and this is when he loses the eye, which I had forgotten about. I completely forgot he loses an eye in this movie. Me too, yep. actually. It kind of hit, caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, he loses. And then I remember Tiff just looking like, oh, he loses the eye. I'm like, I completely forgot that happened because she, it's uh, she has that good line of, well, now you remind me of Dad. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. Okay. That was pretty good. Doesn't he get his eye fixed like an? It's not that yeah. much. I think okay. it's Infinity War when he's with Rocket. Rocket. Okay, which it kind of takes away from this. That's why I don't remember because I've been a while since I've seen all these movies. But it, it I do like I, the whole fight is pretty cool and like seeing him lose his eye. It's interesting. Yeah, it makes him more like you know he does you know he he cries more about the hammer he does losing his eye. <laughs> yeah, very good point. He doesn't really. He seems very uh, just kind of ambivalent about his eyeball being ripped from his yeah. socket. So I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Just kind of like a ho hum. Well, yeah, it takes it like a champ. He does take it like a champ. Yes, he does. Yeah, and then uh, like you mentioned, uh, Mike, there's uh, we're at the Bifrost where we have a really cool moment. These scenes are good. This is kind of like you have your the, the crowd of people are blocked on both sides. You got the Skeletor army on one side. You got the wolf <laughs> on the other side. And then I forget how, yeah, because I know Hulk then comes in and starts taking on the wolf, which is very fun and very. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, you know what? You're, you're <laughs> skipping something here. Oh, I did. What did I skip? So, uh, Bruce is uh, on the ship. Oh Jesus! Okay, all right. So this <laughs> this is the biggest offender to the stupid joke undercut awesome moment thing. Yes. So Bruce is like, you want to know who I am? He says to Valkyrie, "I'll show you," and he jumps and just. Flats on the bridge and they're just a mess of a heap of banner is <laughs> just the dumbest shit. Just let him be Hulk and just take down Fenrir in one big swoop and pull him off the bridge. And then like, fight why? in the water like you. Why like the you joke? Go, yeah, where it, they it, end up anyway. And it's it destroys it, it. It doesn't destroy the tension because it comes quickly back when the fight starts. But man, you are so right. I forgot about that. Oof. <laughs> he it was, yeah, and like, why? How did he survive it? Like, if you just banner, it's not like you have like is are his bones Hulk bones, so he can I survive. Mean, plummeting I, it might be a callback to Incredible Hulk where he jumps out of the helicopter as Banner and crashes into the ground and comes yeah, out as Hulk. But, like, yes. it would have been. A big fist pump moment if you just have Hulk come down and stop Fenrir in his tracks. But no, we got to undercut it with a stupid joke and then have him, as Hulk, grab Fenrir by the tail and pull him back away from the people. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's my guttural sound for this. Just, <laughs> uh, I, I, so I, dumb. I, I agree. Um, I do. I do agree that it's, again, another example, a prime example. You're right. Of what this movie not knowing, not knowing what it wants to be. And just not the jokes just not being integrated into the film itself. People loved it though. I guess I people adore this movie. I just for some reason I just they didn't land as hard with me as possible as it used as it did, I guess, the first time. I agree. Yeah, it's just a prime example of this movie stopping everything so yeah. we can all have a good chuckle at no, someone jokes falling. Are fine. Slapstick, it's it has no place in this movie. It's no. Yeah. Right. If you want to be a comedy, be a comedy. But you're a superhero movie because you're in the MCU and there are certain things you have to do to move the plot along and move the series along. And when your chuckles and jokes get in the way, that's that's the problem. There's a there's another really cool part around here when you have 
the people are getting on the ship and uh, Hela is holding like Thor's face up like, and she's like, I think she's about to kill him kind of thing and having like, oh, I'm going to destroy everyone and, you know, destroy your, conquer everything. And this is when, I like when Odin starts talking to him and he's like, are you the god of hammers? Yeah. Are you the god of thunder? Like, I, even when you had both your eyes, you only saw half the truth. I, That's a good line. That uh, was good. Like when he finally, line. you know, when he finally goes like, all electric and then he jumps off. Oh, I was... This is that was the part where I said I wish I was in the theater again watching this movie, and that's when I again because Immigration Man song comes on again from Led Zeppelin, and I was just completely on board with that song playing and him just taking out everybody, and they all start fighting together. I imagine if they had done this scene, but like when he jumps off, he misses the bridge or something. Wouldn't that have been just (laughs) kicking the nuts? Like, why would you do something like that? (laughs) No, they let him have his cool ass moment. What is his movie? Yeah, well. Well, he also bapped himself in the face with, exactly. a, with, a, with a ball, so it's not it like he, funny. he he doesn't have much he doesn't have much <laughs> dignity anymore. Like it's not it's not like a bar, you know. He's, he's he'll become <sighs> Laurel and Hardy, no problem. Like that's <sighs> but he he's gonna summon some of the largest lightning strike in the history of lightning strikes, which oh, is again so incredibly good. cool. It's very cool. Yeah, it's it's very cool him watching him just become that powerful being again. Uh, even so, though it really doesn't any good, doesn't do any good, but it's still very cool. Yeah, well, this this could have been the whole movie, though. It's, uh, <sighs> what might have been? But well, we skipped over uh, Loki's big reveal. <laughs> Your savior has arrived. Oh, oh, yeah, when he gets out. I didn't even write that down <laughs> in my note. <laughs> we also mentioned missed when Korg is like, hey, you want to get on the ship with us? He's like, well, you do look like you're in desperate lead- need of leadership. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's that very good. That's good funny. Stuff. Everything with Korg is funny in this movie. Yeah. And Loki for the most part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then he sends Loki to go get the crown because when they're as they're fighting, because they realize he realized what he has to do to put the crown in the internal flame oh, in order yeah. to stop her. Activate Ragnarok. Odin says that Asgard isn't a place. It's the people. For like and the that, third time. Yeah. And that's when they and that's when they basically realize, OK, we we just need to let them destroy this thing. They, because they, Hela's power is from Asgard. They say that right. also a lot of times in this right. movie. Right. So if she wants this hunk of rock with buildings on it, then let her have it. Because the people are what are most important. We're going to rescue the people. Let her rule over nothing. And like you said, once she destroys Asgard, she's going to be destroyed herself. Anyway, a really good theme. I do. I do like this. I like the idea of saying we have to sacrifice something very important for something even more important. And uh, losing Asgard is really hard to watch. It's hard to see these gorgeous buildings crumbling and giant fire monster laying waste to everything and her and fire monster fighting. It's like just when you and, and it's a really nice climax because it's not really a climax. It's more of a a sad kind of expression of two evil beings for the sake of being evil with the only motivation being power and ruling and mastery and domination and destruction both just destroying themselves, which is essentially what happens uh, and is actually very, very cool. Um, thematically, uh, it's, it's really cool to see Thor just, again, he doesn't react much, though, to this, seeing Asgard crumble, you know, because I guess he's resigned himself to the idea that the people are, are what matters. So I actually really like this climax, quite uh, very much so. Surtur's just having a grand old time destroying everything. Oh, yeah, that's all he wanted to do. He was just like, ah, it's like, it's like a kid kicking Legos. Like, just, it's <laughs> <laughs> great. And at that scene where, like, Loki, when he goes and he throws the crown in there, I, he stops for a second to look at the Tesseract cube, and, yep. he keeps, and, and again, he takes it, as we find out in two movies from now. 
Correct. I wonder what it would have happened. It would have just been floating in space, I guess, otherwise. I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't have gotten destroyed, that's for sure. Yeah. No. It is, the, the, it, it is the space stone. It could have gone anywhere. Yeah. True. And right. then this is also like, oh, and you and you have the big moment for Scourge that Bill almost overlooked, where Scourge pulls out his gun, <sighs> he shoots the dead people, and he jumps and he saves them all on the ship. No, he doesn't need. He doesn't need. <laughs> he doesn't need. All right, Michael, do you want to? Because I can it's, start. It's his redemption arc for for no reason. For what? Like, what did uh, he do? I, I like how he had unlimited ammo though. Yeah, I know, exactly. Part. Yeah, exactly. Those things only hold like maybe like a clip of thirty. I'm assuming. Yeah, I really don't know. I don't much. I don't play much Call of Duty, so I I can't speak to that. But yeah, he literally sprays like eight hundred bullets into like these skeleton monsters, and I guess skeleton skeleton monsters are vulnerable to bullets, right? Because that's that's how that works. Because I guess these bullets from uh-huh. Texas are clearly good enough to destroy these skeleton monsters, and he has to do it in two gun fashion, like he's Rambo, like walking in. <laughs> it's so so. Why? Just kill him. Just let just. Oh, golly. And doesn't she does she kill him at the end anyway? Just. Yeah, he dies. Of course he dies. But just she dies right after the scene, right after he ends up shooting them and he runs out of ammo. He gets killed by her somehow. I don't remember how, but he dies. I'm sure stabs her. That's that's what she does. She's stabby. Because I mean, he couldn't come out of this. He couldn't survive. Like, they had to get rid of him. But why do you need to have him like this? You have to call back to the two guns. Why did you put the two? Why don't you just have him come out there and do a sh- throw shake weights at him? Like, <laughs> like Or I show him, like, doing a shake weight to get his arms buff enough to do the two guns. It sucks so bad. That part really did. It doesn't. <laughs> FML. So tell me how you really feel about this movie. I, I, do I ever not? Like, that's really, I, <laughs> no, I know. It's just funny. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Oh, I had no problem with it whatsoever. Uh-huh. We know. I didn't. I, 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 and like, so we were talking about a searcher when he comes out and he's just destroying everything. And then you have Hulk jumps up and starts punching him. And he's like, Hulk, no! I, I laughed at that part, too. And he's like, well, he's a big monster! You know, he's all sad or getting oh. onto the ship and leaving her alone, you know, leaving Hella to go fight Surtur and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, guys. Uh, thanks. Good job there, Scourge. Just uh, slink away after... Oh, yeah, but then, of course, he comes back. It, and where did he Where did he hide those guns? Did he, like, hide them under his cloak as he was getting on the <laughs> transport ship? And, well, that or, giant cloak? Yeah. Yeah, the or, giant... Oh, did he think... Because he wasn't walking around with those guns the entire time. Like, he wasn't, like, following her around with, with his... With his dual M16 strapped to his back, he was just slowly walking around like a dope. Would so, he go back to the Bifrost and then come back? Well, I guess they were close <laughs> to the Bifrost, so maybe he snuck through the. Fuck him. He Is this movie trying to tell us that cloaks are the new baseball hats and sunglasses? That's <laughs> 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 <sighs> oh, good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, enough enough on that, Nimrod. I've said Nimrod three times, but I, you know, <laughs> that's literally the best word I can describe this guy with. So there's actually a, a Marvel character named Nimrod. So oh my god, is there seriously? <laughs> yes, yeah, an X Men villain. Oh my, I, I, I have his first read, appearance too. I want to read this book. That sounds great. <laughs> it's not. He's also in the X Men cartoon, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He's a Sentinel, I think. Yeah, I think it's some kind of Master Mold prototype. Or I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. But yeah. We just had to, you know, give you that fact that you didn't ask for. Yep, there you go. Nimrods. That's what we hear. And then Asgard blows up. See, and... they can rebuild it if the, the foundation's good enough. Okay, that was funny. <laughs> oh, no, those foundations are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little tough because, again, you have this really somber moment and you're puppering it with jokes. Like, this yeah. is supposed to be like the, oh, my God, Asgard is gone. Like, these are now, these. it's kind of like 
remember in the in the the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, the first one. Regardless of how you think about that movie, you know, I actually quite good like movie. it. I think it's good because it's not really Star Trek. It's so at the point when Vulcan gets destroyed. Imagine if like all of a sudden Bones said something goofy to Spock as he's like looking at his home planet gets sucked into a black hole. Right? That's a he actually says in that movie he's like my my people are now endangered. We're on the brink of extinction. Whoa, like that's a heavy, heavy moment to watch your entire home planet be destroyed. But to have Korg, who again, we've built up so much goodwill, we don't mind he says it, and that's just the movie. Yeah, so that's really the, uh, that's just really the, uh, that's just, uh, that's just really, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Skype popped up and I got distracted like, <laughs> a, like a butterfly. No, it's okay. I, it's just, it's, this should be a somber moment. This should yeah, be a, I, I yeah. think part of it is that they had set up that, the place wasn't important as the people is. Sure. So they can rebuild elsewhere. Yeah. And it didn't bug me at the time. I really didn't. This is more of thinking back on it. Yeah. 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 I guess comic relief character. It's in comic relief stuff. Yeah. And he's good. He's actually a good comic relief character. That's yeah. his job. He has he has one job to do. <laughs> and he does it well. <laughs> and he does it and he does it very well. Meek's dead, man. Yeah, I kind of stepped on him and I've been felt so bad I've been carrying around all day. <laughs> oh, he's not dead. He's alive. Yeah. Oh, what was your question, bro? <laughs> Very good. Uh, accent, really great. Yeah, it, it's it's great. And then you have the ship flies away with the Asgardian, and they head to Earth, and they, and they'll have a happily ever after. Uh, there's a <laughs> scene with Thor and Loki before this. Oh yeah, where they're talking about where they're going, or uh, where Loki walks in and throw Thor throws something at him, and he catches it again. Yep. Oh, you're uh, still here. He's still here, yeah. It's like, uh, do you really think it's a good idea to go back to Earth? Oh, yeah. They love me there. I'm popular. Okay, let me rephrase that. Is it a good idea for me to go back to Earth? Uh, No, probably not. Yeah, pretty good. Well, don't worry. They won't find out. Nope. Unfortunately. Nope, they will not. Everything's going to really go, really go out the window. So, yeah, that's it. A few minutes from now, chronologically. Literally a few minutes from now, right? They don't even get a chance to settle in. He doesn't even get a chance to settle into his fake throne that they that they give him. <laughs> that they make for him. Yeah, they take them. They take the throne. Uh, he's off to Earth, and that's the movie. Got our credits. We made and it you, through. Then you get your first. The first credit scene is the one uh, that actually matters. Yeah, there's only one stinger in this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's two, unfortunately. No, no, no. <laughs> The first one is is good. Like we're all they're on the ship, and all of a sudden they see a giant ship in front of them, which I recognize is is Thanos' ship. Right, that ship is freaking huge. It's yes, nuts. It Whoa, the scale of that is incredible. Incredible. Which I I like how this movie sets up Infinity War because this scene is right in Infinity War. Like Infinity War picks up right after this. And well, timeline wise, an hour after this or ten minutes after this, but it's yeah, pretty not much. much. And really, so timeline wise, this like Infinity War, it's not like. You know, there's been a couple of weeks between them escaping and then the ship th- appears. No, I guess not, because Thor and Loki are just talking still. And then, wow, no, it's wow. it's pretty shocking. And again, that opening of Infinity War is so brutal. It's so oof, just brutal. So that movie is brutal. Yeah, it's not pleasant, but it's uh, very, very good. And uh, so you face face and then you get your end credits. Oh, so go ahead, Michael. You, 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 you gutteraled about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, the... We got Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum's. Uh, it's a good uprising. You can't uprise without someone to uprise against. So yay me. Yeah. Uh, it's dumb. I agree. It's really okay, dumb. so now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that guy. I thought it was fine. I actually got a little <laughs> chuckle out of it. And here's why. That's what end credit scenes are for. 
it, that's the purpose of them. The purpose of them really are to either highlight something, uh, you know, you know, yeah, foreshadow something, which at this point in the MCU, there's not much more of the foreshadow, right? There really isn't much at this point. So to use it as a throwaway chuckle moment, he's about to get destroyed because he should. He killed Carlos. Can't kill Carlos. I don't even know who he was. That's his sucked. cousin, his own cousin. Oh, was it his cousin? That's what he says. That's what he says. You killed your cousin. Um, you got to go. You just, you have to go. And to see him have this moment of almost kind of comeuppance was was fun. I enjoyed it. So it's better than the Spider-Man Homecoming one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At least it ties up Lewis and of what happened to Grandmaster after yeah. the revolution started. Although if he's like some sort of like celestial being that's going to be everlasting, is he, is he really going to be destroyed by a bunch of scavengers? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Okay, probably not. Probably not. I guess in this in this timeline or in this universe, he's just a, a dude. He's in an yeah, episode of What If, apparently. So I guess we'll see there. Okay. What If is going to be is weird because it technically is part of the MCU, but it's animated. But they came back through the voices. Yeah, but What If's never been canon anyway. So mm. yeah, yeah, it's still. I I don't really care. I have no interest in it at all. Of the the original ones they announced, it was the only one I was really interested in. But that's another story for another day. Let's finish up this three-hour episode. (laughs) And that's Ragnarok. Hey, at least you don't have to edit it. Fair fair point. Sucker. (laughs) (laughs) You like it, though, you said. I do like it. It is great. The only way to watch Big Bang Theory for me is to edit while watching it, and I'm more happier with it than I am when I'm not editing watching it. (laughs) It's just the right amount of dumb that's funny, but it's also really good when you're doing something else at the same time. Oh, man, we've only got Black Panther and then Infinity War. Yeah. Well, what about Ant-Man and Wasp? That's, That's after Infinity after War, before Infinity Endgame. War. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, you cap Marvel and Ant-Man, the Wasp, and then we get Endgame, and then Spider-Man Far From Home, for some reason, to wrap up the series. Oh, because why not? Yeah. So, yeah, as we already kind of spoiled, next movie we'll be covering will be Black Panther in this series of MCU crap. Nice. Yes, so. yep. Are you guys? Are you guys still in? Are you guys? <laughs> I feel better or... now that this one is over with. Okay. Just the rest of them, I'm looking forward to revisiting because I think I've only seen each of them once, except for Ant Man. I never... I want to say I've only seen each one after this only once too, except no, I've seen Black Panther twice and I've seen Infinity War twice. Yeah, and I haven't seen Black Panther and I didn't see Ant Man, so. I uh, I think that's right. They're right around. Well, actually, not after my son was born. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't see yeah Black Panther or Ant Man. So I am looking forward to uh, experiencing both. I think I rewatched Endgame and not Infinity War because I wasn't ready to be that hurt. <laughs> it's yeah, Infinity Game is not is rather unpleasant. So uh, Endgame hurts too, but Infinity War is so much worse. <laughs> oof, yeah, it's not not a terribly fun fun movie. I guess yeah. get your chuckles in here because after well, I guess Ant Man Wasp Ant-Man. I guess is. Ant Man Wasp is hilarious. And I'm Captain Marvel's got some really good moments too. I keep forgetting about Captain Marvel. I love and that was very good too. Okay. Yep. We got the ones you haven't seen are what Black Panther and Far From Home then at this point? And oh, Ant right. Man the Wasp? Yeah, and I forgot Far from so Far From Home, Ant Man the Wasp, and Black Panther I have not seen. I'm excited for Ant Man. I I am too. I don't remember it very well, but I am excited to see it. I'm I'm excited for the rest of these. Well, I was excited for this one too. But I'm just saying because you know it's been a year. We've been we're, we're it's we did two a month where we initially wanted to do only one a month. Yeah, uh, but everything well, COVID happened. So and I yeah. thought when I when COVID first happened, I thought oh COVID will just be a couple months. You know, we'll get back to work. So I'll take advantage. We'll get we'll record a few extra, right. get ahead, and then COVID never ended. It did not. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to finishing this off with, uh, with some good stuff. So, Partly, but, I just 
Want to get it done, too? Before we uh, end this episode, maybe we should do Shelf or Box. Oh, God, you are right. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Shelf, Stacker, Box. And we'll start with positive first, and we'll work our way down. Um, I'll go first. (laughs) I'll put this on the shelf. I enjoyed this movie still. I enjoyed this movie when I saw it in theaters. I enjoyed this movie when I saw it on Netflix. I enjoyed it again. I really like this movie. I think it is a great film. I like the mixture of comedy and action, and I could easily watch this again in another couple of years, and I would still smile just like I did this time, going on the shelf. And I best Thor movie, hands down for me. And how about you, Bill? Like like Mike said, like Michael said, the open. It is the best Thor movie, but that's not a very high bar. <laughs> I so so stack implies it's not going to go on middle. my. It's just going to go in like my stack of DVDs that kind of well, – I have a DVD folder. So, okay. I, uh, I, now that you have that, I would definitely say uh, stack. Although it really – if I ran out of space in that folder, I would definitely consider throwing this in a box. It's – you said the word mixture of comedy. This is not a mixture. <laughs> this is like – this is like building a, a house, you know, like it's, each different – it's – yeah. It's oil and water. It's, it really is. Yeah, exactly. It's an emulsion. It's not. A, <laughs> it's not a mixture. The, movies need to have a tone, and they need to have a kind of a direction of what they want to be. Like, who do you? Who are you, movie? And the best movies know exactly what they are, and they 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 do that well. And this movie is too much. Again, hand on the brake for the comedy stuff. It wants to be an action movie that's also a comedy, and it can't you can't serve both masters, or at least it's very, very difficult to do so. And I just it doesn't pull it off. However, there are enough good things in this movie to warrant it staying in the collection and not being thrown in a box. Again, the action scenes are well done. It's beautifully shot all throughout. The, the humor when it hits hits well. The, the comic act, the comic characters like Korg are very, very good, and it has a great ending. And I enjoyed it more as I got through it. By the end. I was hand waving some of the stuff that normally towards the beginning I would have been really, really upset with. So I'm just gonna go on the stack and but watch it, Thor Ragnarok. Better movies come out. <laughs> you may be on your way out, my friend. So watch your step. I'm excited for the for uh, the next one, Love and Thunder. We'll see. How about you, Mike? Uh, this movie is going in the devil's anus. <laughs> <laughs> the box box is not sufficient enough. God, I feel like I've done nothing but dump on this movie the whole episode. You so did. If you, if you, you, if you need a reason, then just go back and play the episode over. It's just, uh, the like Bill said, the comedy just doesn't it doesn't fit. The slapstick is stupid, and the fact that they undercut so many what would have been awesome moments with just more dumb humor is just it kills it for me. Absolutely kills it. I don't know that I would say it's the worst in Phase Three, but it. It and Guardians 2 are like neck and neck for that title. Like, it's. Mm. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather go back and watch Thor 1 again than, than have to sit through this one again. Thor so, one yeah. Again. <clears throat> it's going in the box and then directly into the devil's anus. <laughs> oh, that yeah. was funny. Very good. You know, that's that's not how I expect this episode to go. I was really hoping when you re, when before you turned it on and were sending me upset text messages, I was like, I hope he likes it this time. I hope he likes it this time. And then I I'm like, like, oh, well, that. I like Korg. I like Loki. Even Bruce has some good lines, and I pretty much hate everything that's not action outside but of that. Here's the big question: Did you enjoy it more than Sin City? Yes, but that is. Okay. That is the lowest of bars. <laughs> to, hey, to people look at. were excited for that episode. That episode's actually done pretty good for us in a couple days. Okay. 
So, and I've had people, and I, when I post a few times, they go, oh, you did Sin City? And I want to be like, yeah, go listen to it. People I mean, it's... Like, people like Sin City. I, I like Sin City, too. I put it on the... Sh- did I put it? No, I think I put it in the box because I... Because Younger was, Bill likes Sin City a lot. I'm like, yeah, cause I, only because I'm just done with it and I don't need it anymore. I, uh, yeah, you know, Michael, you said, you said a really good, really good thing where it's just how you were looking for an action movie. The action movie that you wanted kept getting interrupted by comedy that didn't work. Right. And that's where that blending has to happen because you do have to kind of serve two masters. I was wrong. You do have to. There's people who like the comedies, people who like the action. There's people here for the spectacle. They're here for the effects. So you kind of really have to serve everybody unless you're Infinity War and you want to make everybody sad because now you <laughs> want to close the story and the, the, you don't care. You don't care because now you have to close the story and it doesn't matter what you want. But in these kind of scenarios, you kind of have to serve both. But again, it's just the blending. And they do they do a bit. And you could see yeah, what this really do. could have been. Like it could have been quippy and fun. Like again, in those air, those the the aerial battles when exactly. uh, Banner. Yep. And it's funny. It's kind of like uh, it's like almost like Star Wars with like Han Solo and Chewie going back and forth in this tense moment, and it's blended. But yeah, like you said, stopping just stopping a movie to make a joke is I don't know. For me, it just doesn't work because again, that's and that's belabor my point, but. Yeah, that's just where this movie really falls short. And people loved it. So I guess mm-hmm. and I guess it's because people like funny Thor as opposed to serious Thor, which I actually do too. I, I like lighter Thor, more affable Thor, but this one, the manner in which it's done just just really didn't click for me this time. Yeah, it feels like Guardians 2 where all five people just felt like Quill. Like you don't need him <laughs> right. to be just make Thor his own character, quote trying to make him Tony Stark or whoever. Right. Like uh Right. Everybody doesn't. Yeah, Captain America doesn't have to make you know jokes. You know, he can just be Captain America and be interesting without having to have um, witty one-liners. Yeah, like the language runner from uh, Age of Ultron. That's funny. It, it fits his character. It's funny. Right. It, it is it, funny. Blended in again. So ah, well, I'm glad I saw it though. I'm glad I actually saw it in the way it was meant to be presented again, not on a phone. So. Yeah, I really <laughs> wish I would have saw this in theaters. Well, I just... whilst eating a sandwich, <laughs> and that's another thing too. Not to make uh, this episode any longer because it's, it's okay. very, it's very, very long. This probably works so much better in theaters. This is a theater movie. I have a podcast I, I'm pals with, and they were talking about how video games have made more money in 2020 than movies and sports combined. Oh, and they were kind of saying. Of course, yeah, I believe it too, because there were no movies and there were no sports. So, uh, um, and they were saying how you know this may be a sea change for games and how games may become more of a mainstream media and people, you know, we may have in 10 years, no one goes to theaters. And my argument in that is that's, that's wrong. It is never going to happen because people are designed to be in community. We, we want to be in groups and that's what theaters do. Theaters are a communal viewing experience. Is it a pain in the ass? Yes. You have to sit in the sticky seat with overpriced popcorn. <laughs> yes. Unless you have movie theaters like in my town where you can stay and drink beer and have really good food and have your own seat. It's very, it was wonderful. Alamo Draft House. But <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. But in the end, it is a great experience seeing movies with people. I can see people in the theater and me in the theater loving this with other people loving it. Like just being part of that in that communal experience. And that's what the beauty of theaters is. And I would have loved to see us in theaters. I think my opinion would have been so different than 10 o'clock at night with my wife on the couch going, Jesus, really? He fell out of that goddamn hella, hella thing? It's, <laughs> man, he's not dead? Like, really? So I definitely agree with you. I think this would have been awesome in theaters. And I wish I had seen it in theaters. Yeah, I, I did the first time. And 
I I remember that very well because I had a friend of mine who I paid for her ticket, even I didn't mean to, because she she said she didn't have any money, and then she had money, and I was irritated, and she never offered to pay me back. She don't she won't listen to this, so it's okay. But I, uh, that that idea stuck with me. I, I forgot about that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a very good point. And Michael, did you see this in theaters? I can't remember. I did. Yeah. Okay. So you did not have. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Cool, All right, man. we should wrap up this episode because this has yep. gone on for. I don't want it to be a three hour episode. I'm editing. Sorry. I'll be. Yeah. I'll be next. I'll be in two weeks. Yep. Two episodes, not two weeks, four weeks. So I don't know. It'll be at some point when that happens. All right. Bill, do you want to give a shout out to your podcast? Yes. Hopefully it's hopefully. So here's <laughs> what you can do. Here's what you can do, listener. You'll probably hear this in like, I don't know, August. I don't know when this comes out. No, no, not August. I can tell you if you want to know real fast. I'm sure. I don't. I don't. doesn't matter. Late spring, I think. If you uh, go, this is yeah. May 13th. Yeah. Okay. This is perfect. So if you, if, on May 13th, if you go to Twitter and search a gamer looks at 40, it's my Twitter account for this new show called The Gamer Looks at 40. If there are things there to listen to, please do. If not, realize that the experiment failed. <laughs> there is nothing there. I'm preparing, I'm preparing future you for, for two outcomes. So maybe just go and check it out. If it's there, it's going to be um, a series of stories and recollections outlining the history of games through the eyes and ears of the people who lived it. So it's just a, it's just kind of like the stories and recollections from gaming. Uh, that's also my life because I'm 40 now, not old, and just kind of looking back at games and looking back at um, that history, my history with it, and others as well. So we'll see. This is creatively stalled as of this episode recording. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, I, I have I have stuff and I don't know what to do with it. It's just I look at it. It's like I have a pile. I have all the ingredients for a cake, but I don't know how to put it together because I don't know what kind of cake it wants to be now. So well, when it anyway. Comes- podcast and you just throw things against the wall and see what sticks um, at, least you know what not to, at least you know not to use too much frosting that's right exactly i don't want <laughs> i don't want to fall into the ragnarok trap <laughs> okay well hopefully it, 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 it is out by this time because i it won't be it plugged on this show to like march 11th that's when the first episode goes out where we plugged it okay all right well so, I, then i have a i have a soft deadline that's nice i like working with you know. excellent so, all right, and if you enjoyed this episode, we've been going through a bunch of other MCU movies with 16 episodes to go listen to, so definitely go <laughs> check those out. We cover movies, we cover comics, and the Bread and Butters podcast, we cover games. Definitely go check those out. We release two to three episodes a week because I am insane, so please go check that. And if you want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Tony from ZP Bite the Blip, song to Cool Kids Squad. Definitely go check him out. And if you enjoyed this, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I am on YouTube finally, and people are finding us and listening to, at the time of this recording, 12,000 people have, or not 12,000, I wish, 1,200 people have clicked on Thor the Dark World. And only some of them were upset when they found out it was not a movie, even though the title says podcast. No, nope, it does not say full movie. 1,190 <laughs> thought it was a movie. Uh, most of them have. So, hey, some people did listen to over an hour to two hours of the episode. So somebody well, there you out go. there. That's did. awesome. That's actually cool. Okay. Very Not cool. a lot, but there were a few that made it. So, yeah, <laughs> most people click on and go, this ain't the movie. Well, when the title yeah. says podcast, it, it does okay. not mean it is. It's a, not it, the movie. You're welcome. Well, if we put the movie <laughs> on, YouTube would shut me down so fast. Yeah, it wouldn't even make it to the upload. Because, yeah, I mean, it's not like you have a person that goes look and report it. It's all algorithm. They'll just be like, oh, wait, this is copyright. You're done. And they'll be like, oh, it's Thor Dark World. Never mind. Carry well, on. Again, anyone looking at Thor Dark World, just sign up for Disney Plus for $6 and watch all of them and then cancel it. I think it's worth it. Watch all the Dark World you want. You won't remember any of it. So it'll be perfect. <laughs> you'll be like, what was that movie again? What, what did I just watch? What? Be great. 
You don't need like okay. So please follow us on there. I think that's all I need to say. You know, I would give out the Twitter handle, but it's just game my mom found. If you Google game my mom found, you'll find us. It's at mom found, I think. I yep. And mom underscore found. Twitter just did that. I didn't know what the hell. I never used Twitter until I did for the show, so I was confused. Another all day, right. another Doug. <laughs> all right so i want to thank everyone for listening and thank these two poor chaps for doing this with me and we only got six more to go guys six yeah, more to you we're getting close Indeed. we're in the final phase three of three yeah there <sighs> you know each fa- the first two phases are six movies each get it uh-huh. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. all right we will see you guys all next time bye everybody bye, bye. new doug bye